And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Fit Podcast, man. I'm here with the squad. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get into it, guys. Let's go. Uh, what's up? Welcome to the Fresh Fit Podcast, man. So, uh, quick announcement before we get into the show, guys, because we've got the whole squad here. Rumble.com slash Fresh and Fit. Uh, also, check us out on Locals.com. Wait, FreshandFit.Locals.com. And, yeah, man, besides all that, we're in Dubai, man, with the whole squad. So, I'm just going to stop talking and turn it over so you guys can introduce. Well, so we can introduce you guys to some of the members on the panel. So, we'll start right here. What's up, guys? My name's Tam Khan. I'm based in Dubai, sitting with these interesting gentlemen today. And I think this conversation is going to quite kind of go viral, I think, uh, once we start kicking into it. And it's a pleasure to be here. I've seen you guys on YouTube. Some of you mega stars, <laughs> stars of the future. So yeah, let's give it a go. Happy to have you, man. Yes, sir. Jewel, aka the Sartorial Shooter. Happy to be here, guys. Uh, some of you I know well, some of you not so well. But uh, in my town, we're gonna have a lot of fun. And this is just the start of it. Good to be here. Cheers. It's good to finally be in Dubai. Been wanting to leave the West for a while and it's nice to meet everybody here. It's the first time we're really meeting and Fresh just got off the plane. We're still a little bit jet lagged, but uh, <laughs> excited to do this podcast, man. Let's go. Let's go. Good to be back in Dubai again with some old friends and some new ones. So uh, looking forward to you know setting the record straight today. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely same. I don't. I don't think there's a better group of people you could put together to talk about this. So I'm excited to be here. Dubai is always wonderful. So glad we're doing it. What are you calling this? Justice League or Avengers? This is a good. Yeah, this is up. like the Avenger League. This is like everybody. Literally. This is lit. So, um, so real quick, and then Dylan, can you introduce yourself to the people real fast? Dylan, the man behind the scenes. Uh, what's going on, guys? Dylan Madden here. Glad to be around all these OGs. And finally met Sneeko. We might have something coming soon. Good to meet you. <laughs> all right. My man's got a voice for radio, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Radio I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my shit on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fire. Probably give some, gotta get on the give some lessons on that. Yeah, that was some good prep. <laughs> Literally. All right, guys. So we're here in Dubai for a special reason, of course. You know, we all support Andrew in some form of fashion. And, of course, we're here to enjoy Dubai as well. But I want to hear your take on Andrew, current status, and what you think is happening so far. And what can be done to move forward as, you know, we're together here. What do you think, Justin? I think right now, just focusing on everything that just happened and kind of exploiting the truth about how people are trying to come around and frame him and, and just basically set him up to look like he's something that he's not. All of us have been around him and spent a lot of time with him. Um, and, you know, I, I think I speak for everybody when I, when I say that we've all been around him enough to know the truth. And so now it's just about getting the truth out and getting it to enough people that, you know, we can, we can get a little momentum <laughs> in the right direction and, and get the truth out and... and so the world can know what's actually true about the situation. That's facts. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of the mission here is us all getting together, speaking about this openly, publicly. We've all spent personal time with Andrew, extended personal time with Andrew and Tristan. 
and I think the more people that speak up, the more people that make noise, hopefully we can maybe start to get things rolling uh, over there in Romania and, and get some justice finally. All right. I think with uh, human trafficking cases, one that you could actually look at is Epstein, and you could see how everyone is actively trying to belittle how much time they spent around Epstein. Bill Gates is getting on TV every single day and saying, oh, just had dinner, just had dinner, just had 75 dinners, didn't go to the island, 75 dinners, but we're all getting around and we're saying like, no, that this does not add up to his character. This does not add up to anything that we've seen from him personally. When Epstein gets charged, everyone's like, yeah, creepy guy. I believe it, weirdo, he probably did it. Good point, yeah, very good point. So there's a lot of noise out there as everyone's aware. Uh, when it comes to sorting through the noise, one of the things you need to look at is the credibility of the source. There's a lot of experts on Twitter who've never even met Andrew. There's a lot of so-called, uh, you know, people able to give insights who've met him once. The, between us, we've spent thousands of hours around the man. Every one of us can hand on heart say we've never seen any indication of anything that could lead to him being able to commit such heinous crimes. So here you have a bunch of credible sources. Yes, we are biased, but we're still credible. We all love the man, we all respect the man. All, many of us are family men, I think the majority of us. We wouldn't associate with someone who was capable of such crimes. So here you have a very credible panel with first-hand experience, like all, all the Twitter experts out there, <laughs> and the idea is to get, get messages out from said credible sources. Well said. Yeah, I think this is a, things like this are vital, why? Because this is, one of those cases, one of the few in history, which has like got public input for social media. I mean, it's influencing the judiciary. Mm -hmm. And I think there's such a, like an attack on Andrew Tate due to his message that everyone's against him. And people like us are even getting shut down. And I think it's very important. And like Jules said, I'm a family man, I'm a Muslim, alhamdulillah. And I mean, I've put my neck on the line. I would never do that if I thought he had even a tinge of guilt. I would never do it. Right. I'm based here, I've got a successful business. I know Royals, I've, uh, you know, my, my, my kids are two girls, you know what I'm saying? But this is how like Adam and I am to stand up for it because I know it's tr bullshit. I know the truth. I know the guy very well. I've been around him since he was a kid, mm. you know, and I've seen him firsthand grow up and mature. I guess you all can tell you what he's like with the sunglasses off. We need to get into what is presentation, content creation. What is a real person? We're going to get into that later on. I mean, it's like polarizing a rapper for what he says in lyrics. It's the same shit. It's the same thing. M motherfucking PIMP, 50 Cent. Why is he not arrested for being a, you know? These are lyrics. This is kind of fashion. So it's differentiating the both things and just giving him a word because the media are not going to speak up for him. It's people like us on Twitter and socials. And we saw a case going off the record, Adnan Saeed, an American Muslim who was jailed wrongly for over 20 years. And it was because of social media, the new... Uh, evidence came he was freed mm. so this is why this is so important social media can actually add to cases now and make the defense or prosecution you know backpedal a bit so it's the new generation of like law in a way so this is why this things like this are vital and i'll always make sure i'm here as a priority that's powerful yeah i mean i've known andrew and tristan now for years i've lived with them i've met many of the women that they've literally changed their lives uh, i mean all the people here have been positively impacted and then you've got this case that's obviously like fabricated any evidence that's came out is obviously fabricated now you've got the whatsapp messages we were talking about where the two victims literally were plotting to frame them so i mean we this, there's a lot of stuff we got to break into tonight and i'm glad to be here fire okay guys real quick we're in dubai right now right it's my first time here, Siegel's first time. Justin, you've been here a couple of times before. I know you like first uh, shooter. Tell us what to do in Dubai that's fun, 
what not to do. Because, bro, I've heard if you do anything crazy, you're going to get arrested. So tell me what's up with Dubai. I'd love to speak to that. <laughs> I, uh, personally, having been in Dubai, I first came in 2004. You know, this has been home on and off since 2007. Uh, and Tam, we've been saying Dubai is the best city on the planet for some time. The rest of the world's starting to realize that. So, and this, this myth that, oh, you can get in big trouble, you'd have to work really hard to get yourself in trouble yeah. in this city. Mm. You'd have to go out of your way to insult either a religion or a leader or to do something very lewd and very inappropriate in public before you get yourself in trouble. Walking down the street in London with a nice watch on, trouble will find you. Right. So this perception that somehow, oh, you have to be careful in Dubai, as a security professional, 20 years experience, you've got to be careful in other countries much more than you do in Dubai. Extremely safe. The government is, is well respected by all. Incredible, incredible vision to build this city. The more time you spend here, the more you'll see this city is superior in terms of livability, safety, uh, for families, for everything, than pretty much any other city on the planet. So unless your plans are really get wild, brother, you'll be fine. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good to me. Yeah, 100%. And um, I'm not into that haram stuff anymore, so I'm not going to give you avenues where to go. <laughs> leave this <laughs> to you young guys. But, uh, yeah. bro, Dubai has everything. It's the best of everything. All down to the leader, his vision. Many countries have money. I mean, go to Switzerland, but it's the most depressing place on earth. Mm. It takes a leader with vision. It's the safest place on the planet. I've got kids. I've got a wife. Never would I stress about, God forbid, like pedophilia or someone attacking my wife at night. They can go at any time of the night, where they want. My car's always unlocked. My villa's always unlocked. It's that kind of society where you can leave your wallet by the beach tomorrow where you're staying in this resort. Just leave it there. Put a wallet or a phone. Come back in a few hours. It'll still be there. Wow. Tell me where else in the world you can do that. I think yeah, try that in Miami. That, no, that was gone in a second, bro. <laughs> Boom, gone. Yeah. That was my, my first kind of massive impression of the city was my ability to leave my wallet on a table go to the bathroom, come back. Yeah. It's totally fine. I'd love to talk on that. Everyone talks about, oh, in the West you have more freedom. If you can't even sit in a restaurant without being worried about your personal belongings, how much freedom do you really have? I'll choose being in Dubai with a, a patriarchal uh, system where, you know, there's no, technically speaking, there's no democracy here, but we're a lot safer, life's a lot better, and we have a lot more freedom to live as we choose than you do in a lot of these Western democracies, which everyone tries to say are somehow more free. It's, it's, I think it's a bit of a myth, and the world's starting to realize that the Dubai model is globally unique, and, and in my opinion, I'm sure Tam would agree, it's superior to everything else out there. I mean, if you want to incentivize you know, talent to come to your city, which they're definitely doing, it's absolutely working. You're giving everybody what they want. Mm. Safety, good family structure, no degeneracy. And, it's and very pro-business too. And that, that ties into the, the, the vision of, of the, the leadership from day one. I mean, this was just desert not that long ago. Mm. It's, it's by making it such an attractive value proposition to the business leaders of the world. That's why everyone's coming. I mean, you know, the whole world is discovered now. <laughs> but, you know, all the work that went in to build this, this city is thanks to it, that vision being executed, but also the, the really pro-business atmosphere here. I think it's globally unique. I really do. Guys, put W in the chat for Dubai, man. For real. 14 <laughs> hours is a long way, but hey, man, I love it so far. You know what I like about that vision that you talk about <laughs> is that it's very clear here the guy has vision, right? But unlike other places, the guy with vision actually has power to do something mm, with it. Point. Mm. You know, he actually can pull strings and it can happen. It's not this back and forth, you know, where everything's slow. It's like they want to do something, bam, and it gets done. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it's, you know, blown up so how the way it is. I mean, look at the skyline. Yeah, but also unlike the West or other countries, these leaders are people's persons. You can, you're two phone calls away from meeting the royals. Yeah. Where in the world can you do that? Where in the world can you go and you have royals without security walking on the street? You'd never see a Trump or a Biden, or a Tony Blair. You know, you can shake their hand, and they're for the people. Their own citizens, like the Emirati population, they have free land. Their weddings are paid for. Funerals are paid for. 
discounts on everything. So he looks after his own people. You go to the UK, for example, war veterans, they're homeless. War veterans who fought in World War II, World War I, imagine that. So when you're in a state where you've done things for your country, you sacrifice your patriot, and they don't even look after their own, what do you expect from the tourists? Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's no respect. So this is why the fundamentals are built there. And that all stems from uh, the Muslim faith and being a Sharia law and everything like that, where it's a society which caters for everyone, respects all, but there's, there's a line where it's like, do not step over that line and it will be good. People fear the consequences, which is a good thing. In the West, they don't. UK, I can stab you or put a knife on you and take your Rolex. What are you going to do? Go police, maybe I'll get a warning. Come back tomorrow. Slap on the wrist. No one's scared. <laughs> no one's scared of going on a five-star holiday no jail. There's no wow. deterrent. Here they're scared. So that's the thing. It puts people in check. And I think that's very important with today's society. So I have a question. Um, you can answer this or not. But do you think if Andrew was here in Dubai, he would be held like he is right now in, in Romania? No, he wouldn't be. Purely because Sharia law, you need four witnesses. Mm. Firstly, for things like this. Um, secondly, that business, I mean, probably wouldn't be going on here anyway. But again, I don't think in the UK... Australia, Canada, even US, he'd be held with this evidence. No. So not for, let's forget even the Middle East. Let's talk about the rest of the Western world. Yeah. I mean, after seeing this, I'm surprised Romania is still in the EU, in my opinion, because anywhere in Europe, it'd be thrown out. It would be thrown out, especially with the leak of these messages. Right. There's nothing being held. Prosecution is still not formally charging him, which means you're remanding someone for 60 days for just doing homework, trying to find, trying to find something. Yeah. It's the investigation has been going since April last well, year. Exactly, 10 <laughs> months, 11 months. That, this reminds me of the treatment of Muslims in Guantanamo Bay, similar thing. Just a stereotype, we don't like you, you're the stigma, stick him in there, let's figure out a way. So it really, on a human rights level, it's disgusting, it's despicable, and it's highlighting the corruption in Romania, and in the West in a way as well. You know why I'm so mad? Because li literally, right, if you go to their house, look at the camera footage, it's all there. Mm -hmm. The footage is all there. Why can't you just look I've at reviewed the that system. They won't even touch it. Yeah, they won't because they, they know he's innocent. Yep. Yeah. That's why, which is crazy to me. To your point, mate, I've sat and reviewed informally. I mean, I've worked with security systems for mega facilities. I'm familiar of what constitutes a professional level CCTV system. Yeah. Whoever installed that was a pro. It's, it's high def. It's got long uh, data retention. And it's, it, there's no black spots. There's full coverage inside and out of everything that happens. <laughs> Yet for some reason... And I know the authorities have access to that. For some reason, it's not being included. So there are so many holes here. Wow. That's crazy, bro. Any chats, Myron? Myron's buying the ones and twos, guys. Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm on the ones Producer. and twos. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll uh, go ahead and read some of these chats for you guys real fast. Um, okay, so the first one here, we got um, Elman Howard goes, 20 bucks. Shout out to you guys fighting on the Tate's behalf. Shout out, uh, a special shout out to Justin. I'm a blue-collar worker from Baton Rouge. Hopefully one day our paths will cross. It's an inspiration to have a fellow Louisianian at your level. Yeah. White boy music. <laughs> uh, Elman Howard, five bucks. Also, someone is posing as Chris on IG. I report and sent the profile. Please let him know so we can take action against it. Yep, guys, no yes. worries. He knows. Uh, we got here, uh, Chronic Happy goes, uh, fly out Ryan Dawson. Okay, well, don't worry. We're going to do a collab with him as well. On Rumble. Uh, Zar, yeah, for sure. Will you guys collab with Iman Gadzi? Uh, yeah, I think we got something set up. Uh, Sneeko, you got some? We're going to do something with him, right? Yeah, I think in the next couple of days. Okay. Should, yeah. 
Uh, and then we got here, uh, Travel Tribe Raw. Myron, you're a travel bro. Last after hour, you said you're not, but you prefer women over American, uh, prefer women over American women. Accept who you are, bro. Welcome. Okay, he's trying to say that I like international girls more. Yeah, they're better, but that doesn't mean I can't pull American chicks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Ali Al-Kafashi goes, question for you guys. I plan to start an Amazon FBA business. I'm prepared to invest time, money, and hard work. I also joined the real world to study it. I'm currently 19. Is this a good business model? And what's your advice? You, you have Something on this uh, I'll jump on that. Yeah, got it done? Go ahead. Yeah, so for you, I'm talking to this camera, right? Yeah. For you, I don't recommend that you get into Amazon FBA. I recommend if you, since you are in the real world, go into either the copywriting campus or the freelancing campus. I'm the professor of freelancing. And you need to focus on getting cash flow. The problem with Amazon FBA is a lot of the time people go into debt. So what you need to focus on right now is just building up a skill that will generate cash flow. And as you start generating that cash flow, then you can put that cash flow into things like Amazon FBA or other e-com and essentially be able to amplify and multiply that money. So right now, like if you go to the freelancing campus, go through the freelancing course I've put together, the email copywriting course, or the flipping course. If you go through the flipping course, literally, bro, you can make 100 bucks like that. You can make a, a 500 bucks like that in a week. And that's going to alleviate your need for money. And that'll give you brain power to be able to go through the freelancing and you can literally leverage social media. So like screw Fiverr, screw Upwork, literally use Twitter or Instagram. You can start reaching out to people in the DMs, closing clients, two clients, three clients, you're already making like five grand a month. And then boom, get into Amazon FBA. But that's yeah. my advice. All right. Uh, we got here. Don't, I don't play games. Feast, SMH. All right. Got you. Uh, Israel Venezuela, Venezuela, 20 bucks. I appreciate that. Myron Jr. goes, can y'all turn the lights up? It's hard to see. Okay, I will do that. Don't worry, guys. I'm behind the scenes. W Fresh for Slide Larry. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, you can't see him. <laughs> you definitely bro. can't see him, bro. I know I'm and dark. You I'm dark okay. Myron, why the fuck are you in the dark? Please switch place to Fresh. Jokes. Type one He's in the chat if you agree. Hey, man. If Fresh will be lost back here, if he comes back here. Uh, I love you, Fresh, but Myron, you need to come host, brother. Hey, don't worry about me, man. Uh, this, is, this, host is, this show isn't about us, guys. It's about uh, we got the squad in here uh tamcon is the man best pro gym in the world okay i agree no. i agree yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm gonna go work out Amazing. there too um and then okay let's see here we got soul uh skywalker goes love to see this gentleman all assembled i'm wanting to travel to dubai when my money is up and can get out of the west for a while free top g absolutely free top g uh go ahead fresh it's on you we're, we're caught up so guys here's another question for you guys on the panel in your opinion or in your i guess mindset what does it mean to be a real man in today's world and we'll start with dylan Oh, man. I mean, I'm kind of, I, the OGs are over here, but in my opinion, as like a guy in his 20s, uh, you need to find a sense of purpose. You also need to find some kind of role model that has a lifestyle that you want. I mean, that's what I've done with like the War Room, et cetera. Justin Waller, Cooper, even you, uh, Jules, Andrew, Tristan, like find people that have something like some qualities that you can emulate. Because for me, like six, seven years ago, I had like zero role, actual role models. Mm -hmm. And that was when I found Andrew and Tristan. And then I started piecing together the man I wanted to become. So you don't want to just copy somebody because that, that's just lame. You want to like, okay, with this guy, he does this, or maybe it's the way he dresses. Okay, this guy, the way he handles money, I want to emulate that. Uh, this, this, this. And then over time, like over like a year, two years, you'll start piecing together who you are as a man, because that's, that's how you become a man. Like, you're not just going around copying everybody. You take from what works, discard the rest, and you'll find your sense of purpose and become a man. <laughs> that's good, brother. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. I mean, everyone's going to have a different definition, and it depends where you are in your life, what age this guy's asking. I mean, when I was younger, it would be someone different to where I am now. I'm an older man now. So for me, definition is 
See, I don't look at role models. I take a bit of everything, but I have wrote my role models like prophets of the holy scriptures and things like that because I see them as the best men. But for me, the sign of a man is not always a strong one, the tough one. It's the man who's protecting his family, looking after him financially on a moral side. Um, a guy of, who earns, uh, like demands, but also has respect from people. A guy who everyone knows, like, that's why we're sitting here. For example, Jewel and myself, people know they're guys of trustworthy or honest. Hence why we're all defending Andrew, because he's got that. Like, he's a guy we can say, I do not believe it because of his character. Right. So when you earn that character, you have to buy it, you have to sell it, you don't have to shout out, I'm this. People know they can trust, trust that person. If I were to travel, or he would travel, or some of you, and you had, for example, can my wife stay at your house with your family? The kind of person you can trust your wife and your kids are there and he's not gonna, you know, that's trust. That's a man, that's a sign of respect. Looks after his mother, his kids, his neighbor, uh, smiles at everyone, also, also a protector, but all these attributes are one. There is no def definition of the ultimate man. People will say, oh, is it a Mike Tyson? Is it a Drake? No, it's a man who is just content, secure, but also he's a protector of all. And whether he's physically strong or not, it doesn't matter, but he's a guy who's respected by all, by his character, his trustworthiness and things like that. that. That for me is the ultimate man. Integrity. Okay. Integrity, yeah. Hard act to follow there, mate. Like it. So for me, I'm going to go with something that Tate talks about often, which is the idea of self-accountability. And even if you take it a step further, I think there's masculine accountability. So get yourself a circle of brothers around you and take their feedback on and act on it. So hold yourself to account to, to their standards and their expectations of you. But also I think what I'm seeing more and more, and, and you know, long time in the Middle East has helped with that, those people who hold themselves to a higher account you know in terms of their faith and those people who think every one of my actions is is going to be judged every one of my decisions you know there's a right and a wrong path if you have some kind of accountability not just self accountability or accountability to your brotherhood but accountability to some kind of higher you know whatever faith you have yeah. you know that to me is the mark of, of a real man someone who actually thinks every single moment that i spend on this earth i'm accountable for so i need to do the right thing we all inherently know the right thing to do or not to do so for me again and part of the reason why i converted to islam the, the men i respect the most on this planet are very strict muslims because every moment of every day they hold themselves to account to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still learning the lingo yeah you got it, you got it right <laughs> thank you brother yeah, but to me to me that's a real hallmark of a man every interaction with another human every business decision even how you discipline your day you you are accountable to a force higher than you that to me makes a real man a man i can respect life is a test man 100 percent, every day you every day. cards it seems stupid no matter what answer i give to how to be a real man like around this circle if the cameras weren't on i would be called a, a homosexual slur by other people in here <laughs> but I, I think like at this point <laughs> so I'm, very gonna, true, bro. I'm gonna defend him he was boxing in the gym earlier he, he can fight he can throw hands so go. I'm, I'm gonna put some defense yeah, I there. The video. and i only met him today I, I don't lie you know okay well, I think uh, at this point in my life, it's, it's to take in the right information and try to do the right thing every single day. And also, I think following a, a faith that's believing in something that's bigger than you and also doing the right thing. I, I come from the social media generation where people prioritize attention and clout over what's real and what's fake. And you see that right now. And the, this is why I'm defending Andrew and Tristan, because I know that they are innocent. And even in my, in my personal life, a lot of people have been separating themselves from me and criticizing me, saying that this is the wrong thing to do, that you're putting your reputation on the line, that you shouldn't be defending these people. They're, they're bad people. They're, but I, I know them, and I know that the right thing to do is to defend them. So I think that the, that's a testament to, to being a real man is to, to do the right thing, or at least try to every day. Well, well said. I really like that. A willingness to stand up for what you believe is right. 
I think that's very, very important for a man to do. I think drive and, and a vision is very important for men, especially if you're a family man, you're the leader of your family, you're a leader of a business, you're a leader of you know a team, you need to be, be the guy at the head of that, guiding people where you want them to go. Obviously integrity, being a man of your word, standing by your word, standing by your brothers, I think that's very, very important. That's something I've personally taken a lot from Andrew and Tristan and, and being around guys like these mm. is having your brother's back and having not being a, not being the kind of guy who when when the heat's on when the pressure's on when something's on the line you're cowering away and you're compromising your values you're compromising your integrity you're compromising your friendships your brotherhood to try and avoid some possible yeah. negative ramification mm. you know having the balls to to stay there and say no you know I believe in this and I'm going to defend it I think that's a very honest sign of a real man. There was a guy that did it recently, right? The uh, owner of an EA? Yes, indeed. Can you tell us about that a little bit? I can indeed. So Carlos Ocelot, he, um, he knew Tate and he spoke up for Tate and the world came after him. Uh, as I understand it, he, he had to essentially leave his organization, which I believe he, he built. I believe he owned yeah. it. That's crazy. And he's still stuck to it. He, he's, he knows the Tates. He knows the truth. And guess what? You know, in, in, inshallah, pretty soon, you know, everyone who's stuck up for the Tates will be validated. The, the truth will come out. You know, God is genuinely on our side. Um, and people like that who took massive hits and didn't care, kept smiling, stayed positive, stayed focused, knew his own value and said, you know what? You want to cancel me in that realm? Fine. I'm going to go and dominate in another realm. That is real man status right there. So much respect to Carlos Oslo. There you go. Justin? Yeah, so I'll just jump right on into that. So what I feel like that man has is peace in his own heart. Mm. I think a real man has peace in his own heart because all of us know we have that voice in our head that tells us what we should be doing when something's right, when something's wrong. And so when we all face challenges, and I know that I've faced some challenges over taking up for Tate. I know you got you guys certainly have. At least you have peace in your heart because you knew you did what you were supposed to do at the end of the day. One thing that... It, in this horrible situation that I actually quite enjoy is how much closer our group has seemed to become over the fact that, you know, we have this common interest in this man that we deeply, deeply care about. And we're all willing to go out and fight and defend against it because we know in our heart that we're supposed to do it. So it made the group tighter. And then at the same time, it gives us that peace. And I think a real man has peace in his heart because he handles what he knows he's supposed to do. Yeah. Fellas. You want to do chats first or, or no? Uh, yeah. Did you want to say what you, you want to give what you got? Um, yeah. So a real man to me means someone that like knows who they are as a person, knows their values, and at least at the same time, they understand that, look, I may not always be right, but I'm going to do what I believe. And at the same time, like if you're a man of value, you, know, you have a network of friends around you that care about you, respect you, and you always want to do good whenever you can. So to me, that's a real man uh, through and through. Now, though, uh, you want to give yours? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I think... I think the big thing is uh, sticking to your principles no matter what, right? I think everybody here uh, on the couch has pretty much been through whether it's people criticizing you or saying, oh, why are you, you know, standing up for these guys, etc. And I think the biggest thing is staying steadfast to what you believe in regardless of what people think. And honestly, a big part of it is telling people, fuck you, I don't care what you think. You know, I think that's a big part of masculinity, being able to challenge other people's viewpoints if what you believe is right, especially if what you know is right, right? And in our case, we know it, right? But everyone on the internet, oh, no, these guys are this, blah, blah, blah. And I say all the time, you know, 
People will be there by your side when things are good, but where are they going to be when things aren't as good? You know what I mean? And that's when you really know you got your people by you. And that's when you need to be even more 10 toes down is when everyone is challenging you, your principals, your friends, the people that you associate with. Because I look at it like if you're going to attack Andrew, you're attacking us too. You know, we all have very similar viewpoints. This could happen to any of us, honestly. Real talk. You know what I mean? We know now that it's bullshit with the WhatsApp stuff. So um, I look at it like if you guys are going to attack him, you're attacking us, and this can happen to any man. And here's the other scary part, too, that I want everybody to know. If this happened to them, and they have the ability and the resources to fight it, right, which they're going to come on the other side of this, you know, okay, for the regular guy, they're fucked, dude. Like, this is bad. This is crazy. You know, where we live in a society now where it's like, believe all women. And we know, we have the WhatsApp messages. We know one of the chicks has had a history of making false accusations. And this should really be a wake-up call to all men out there. That if this could happen to them, this could happen to anybody else. So this, is just, this isn't just a crime against the Tate brothers and Georgiana and the squad. It's a crime against humanity. It's a crime against masculinity. It's a crime against really due process, what's going on. So, yeah, it's just outrageous. But I think a big part of being a man is having your principles and standing on it regardless of what others think. And even people that you may be close to or friends with, they might say, oh, I don't agree with this. All right, well, it is what it is, and you got to stand on it. Tam, I mean, you, you mentioned this at the very beginning, Like this has the opportunity to be a very landmark case. I mean, we saw what happened with Johnny Depp when that whole Amber Heard thing went through, right? But Johnny Depp isn't, wasn't the kind of guy who had, had an influence on an entire generation of young boys. Yeah. 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 Right? Andrew has. And when, this, when justice is eventually served, it's going to make a massive difference. I think everyone who's standing up right now and speaking the truth, mm -hmm. we have a legitimate opportunity to make a positive impact on men everywhere in the world who go through false allegations like this. Yeah. I think Andrew's first interview back is going to be insane, bro. Yeah. Right the internet, 100%. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, can you uh, actually, you know what, I, I could do the, I could do a chat. Does anyone else have anything that they want to add? I want to, okay, cool. I wouldn't mind at some point, because we've got a lot of younger viewers here as well. Yeah. If we know that this is the world that we're heading into, and that a few individuals can make claims and can effectively ruin your life, yeah. and as you pointed out, if people don't have the means, they'd be in even more trouble. What's the solution for, for young men particularly today? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I know Andrew want to start a fund for guys that are like falsely accused. I mean, he said that, he said that in jail, of course. But that would be a great start to it. However, right now, bro, I think what we, all we can do is expose the truth, pretty much. Yeah, and, and the guys just got to move smart. I mean, I'll, t I'll be lying to you guys if I didn't tell you I didn't learn anything from this situation. I mean, even me, I'm a little bit cautious now and weary of, of certain women. And I mean, were you saying with Sharia law, you know, yeah, you need uh, four women to account for one male witness. And I think, you know, people, oh, my God, in the chat, that's Four witnesses. Four What is it? It's, it's for one, for... Uh, how many men for how many women? It's like two. It's two witnesses. for one for like certain things like marriage witnesses, but for this kind of case, you need four. Yeah. But uh, like you're saying about how to counter this, things like this, men just need to be careful. I mean, the world's very promiscuous now. You've got these dating apps. You've got this. People are going crazy. Everyone wants to be something they're not. You know, like some young guys who want to put impressions on play. But my advice is try and just be smart and look into things and uh, always, you know, I mean, it's a very dangerous. W a testimony of a woman now means everything, and that's it. And it's unfortunate, especially in the Western world. She can say whatever. Believe our women. And it's, you're basically guilty until proven innocent. We yeah. saw two football players in the UK who just became uh, free, yeah. guilt-free. Uh, yes. Benjamin Mendy and uh, Mason Green, what I think his name was. But they went through hell during that time. All the tabloids, rapists, kill this, that, whatever. 
And that literally scars your life forever. Even if they're acquitted now, that has hindered them in a big way. Whenever you see them, that's what you'll think. So it's very dangerous. But at the same time, to all the young guys out there, especially you have to be smart. Be, I mean, it's hard to say, but I don't want to get into it, what to do. But just very be smart. Don't get into certain these kind of house party atmospheres. Uh, if you're going to date and be promiscuous, meet the girl a few times, speak to her. I know it's that lifestyle, that fast lane, one night stand thing. Everyone's been young, stuff like I don't, I don't promote that in a way, but in my opinion, try and be more godly. I know Andrew says that word godly, but look at faith or look at a system and follow that. And then just, this fun, it bores you. I call it the hour after shower. It doesn't matter how many women you have in your life, they're all the same after <laughs> you know? Yeah. Get a good rock, get a good thing and try and settle down. And then whatever you're going to do, you're going to do. But just be careful because you young guys out there get too excited. You drink, you take substances and the next thing you don't, God forbid you're going to be in that situation and you won't have the financial background, you won't have the kind of support Andrew might have and then you're finished. So yeah. it's hard to advise, but the thing is just be careful and be, uh, use your head in sometimes, you know, be smart, be a step ahead. Can you explain, you were telling me something in the car about how Haram always comes back to bite you. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm a, it's happened to me. Like, look, all of us, there's no such thing as a saint. That's why God, he tests us and he gives you trials and tribulations. This is one for Andrew. And in the Quran it says, he, the ones he loves, he tests. If you go through life without testing, you're living good. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think God loves you and stuff for a lot, you know? So that world of like promiscuity, like uh, sexualization, webcam sex, that obviously there's no, there's no good in it. So it's gonna come right. Women you pay to take their clothes off, you're gonna, you can pay that same woman to talk shit about you or make a case on you. That's her life. She, she sells herself yeah. for money. So what do you expect when it's on the other, hand you know you could give that same one money to say he did this he did that money is her king money is her motivation and i truly believe and i don't mean to offend anyone look i've got the worst part on anyone I, I make mistakes this day but i truly believe when you're trying to live a good life whereas we say halal or a christian way or a Jew, jewish way whatever your faith is i respect all you realize anything which is in my opinion haram or sinful it will always come back to you whether you make your money illegally with narcotics or you sexualize women or whatever it is, it's going to come back and bite you in some way. And that's because it's just a test to you and God saying, look, that was wrong. Learn from that. Either you scatter and become a cokehead, drink and take your sorrows away in the pub, or you get closer to God and say, I'm going to battle this. I'm a warrior. I take it like a man. This is a test and it's going to change me. And it's happened to me. I've had uh, things happen to me, which got me closer to God. I could have gone the other way, like some people do, but it made me the man I am. And then I looked back and thought, you know what? I'm not going to blame anyone. I'm, blame, I'm looking at myself. If I did this, this, this right, it wouldn't have happened. So in a way, it makes you a better man as well, in my opinion. So, you know. I think that's a great answer. I think on a simple level, we all, we all need to be very, very mindful of who we let into our houses. Yeah. Mm, purely yeah. practical level. And I don't think you even need to gender it. Man or woman, everyone needs to be hyper-cautious of letting toxic people into their inner circle. Your inner circle is so important nowadays. All right, we have to be honest, especially with women where one claim can ruin your life yeah. you need to be hyper careful all the young men out there who they let into their lives and i love what tam said if you let yourself be guided by whether it's a faith or just you knowing what's right and wrong chasing hedonism and chasing a new woman every day that doesn't help anyone's life i mean we can all agree on that right yes learn dating and and learn to be confident when interacting with the opposite sex sure but if you are chasing that you know new woman every day the end state in today's culture is you're probably gonna have your life ruined 
the more times you bring in p- unknown people into your life, Exposure. the higher likelihood one of them is going to be an absolute toxic psychopath and, and she will take pleasure in maliciously attempting to ruin your life. Youth, Young men yeah. today have to be careful. You three especially, you're very, you're out there. You're, your channels are booming. You're, quite, you're like the, the hottest thing now. Like, you know, the, in the YouTube world, you're doing these things. You're gonna, you've got a target on your head without realizing it. You've got groupies at the same time. When you say things which annoy people, they've also they've got vendors. You've got to be extra careful, like soccer players, like rappers. Mm. Mike Tyson, you saw it. Michael Jackson, you saw it. You see it in the celebrity world. You see it a lot. Unfortunately, there's a percentage of these evil people who are out there and they've got an easy buck to get or they can ruin your life or they can manipulate you. So you know what? If you don't do this or send me this money, I'm going to say you do this. You know, I've seen it with guys in the sports world. So you have to be extra cautious as well. With, with fame and uh, popularity comes a lot of responsibility. You know, it's funny. I used to wonder why celebrities get, mar- get married, right? I'm like, bro, you're successful. You're a good-looking dude. Pause. You have status. Why get married to one girl? But with the recent events happening with Andrew and other people, I'm like, bro, I see why. Because, bro, being a player is fun. But there's some dangers behind it that we don't talk about all the time. And Risk right. versus return, man. It's Risk exposure. Versus return. Yep. And one girl... Cause so you know what, I don't like how he did that. He, I feel like he, like he took advantage of me, and then it's a wrap. Even though it may be, you know, consensual, you never know. So one exposure could destroy your whole. Uh, I mean, career. it's crazy because one of the girls even said like, "Oh yeah, like I was in it and I enjoyed it, blah blah blah." But like, I, I he made me fall in love with him, so blah blah blah. And it's like, are you retroactively withdrawing consent now? Like, is this a crazy clown world that we're in now, where girls can go ahead and say, "Oh, I think I don't like it anymore," so now I'm gonna withdraw consent? Like, this is the crazy world that we're getting into. And you know, I agree with you 100, percent guys, that like. You do have to take some stake in who you bring into your life nowadays because we do live in a world now where women are incentivized to a degree, especially if you have some status or some money, to come in and mess up your life and try to get some money out of it or whatever. And we know one of these girls, they wanted 200K from Andrew. And he was like, no. And that's what—that's a big reason why. But the mainstream media isn't reporting on this, obviously, right? Because yeah. they're like, oh, we want to make him look as guilty as possible. They're not going to say the fact that she tried to extort him for 200,000 euros. She's not going to say that she wanted to be a TikTok star and he didn't care about that. They're not going to say how she was jogging every single day with a dog and going to a grocery store and taking Ubers. They're not going to say that, though, right? And she was at the house for weeks at a time. No, they're going to say, oh, no, he's he's a rapist or whatever when we all know that that's, that's a lie because now she wants to come back and retroactively try to say well you did this to me blah blah but you were there for weeks you were free to come and go whenever you wanted why doesn't the mainstream media report on this but this goes to show that even when you have status money etc some girl can come in and have a blatant lie and they're still putting him in jail for it, which is it has me boiled up because it's like, what the hell's going on here? It's very obvious that this was a hit job. I mean, you got the WhatsApp messages. What more do you guys need? Yeah, there's guys right now that are in jail, bro, wrongfully for years. They never committed a crime. They, they went, they, you know, they played college football. One girl said to them, "Oh, said, oh, uh, he did this and that to me." And now they're in jail. Their whole career is ruined. Yeah. So I mean, how do you stop it? I mean, it's tough. Stop it. Because even after you beat the accusation, there's still going to always be like, Bro. oh, well, this happened to you. And it's like, it, it's like, it's, it's one tarnished. of those things where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it gets tarnished even though you didn't do anything. Yeah. I actually have a question. So for you guys here, if a girl was to falsely accuse a man and it was come to find out that she lied, what are the repercussions for that woman? Mm. Oh, I, I, I don't know the legalities, but I'm sure it'll be. Uh, it's not so simple. You see. I can speak I to that. I, I, can, I, right? I can speak to that. There's so no the, repercussion. The, the, yeah. the laws the here are, are, are very fairly and very carefully executed. And there is no, like, it's not one case, you know, for one solution. That They are looked at on their merits and evaluated. What I can say is the, the culture here is such that 
if someone makes some claim about you, you're not just going to get thrown in jail for months for, for no reason. There needs to be some kind of evidence. And yeah. I think that comes down to a very good point. How long can you be held in the UK with, with no evidence? I think it's, is it 24 hours or is it eight hours? Yeah, it's a couple of days, a remand, like, yeah, at all, yeah. Whereas we've, we've got these guys for 60 days or, you know, headed towards 60 days with, with, with not enough evidence to charge. It's now, I'm, I'm no lawyer, but you can see on a logical level, it's absolutely crazy. You don't have that sort of madness here in the UAE, but also you don't have it in the West. You don't have it in Australia. You don't have it in, in America. This is quite a distinctly, dare I say it, um, un, or immature judicial system that we see playing out. Well, actually, in the UK, the CPS, Crown Prosecution Service, they'll weigh the prosecution and the defense, and they'll look at both angles and say whether we've got cause for an arrest or a serious before they even do it. It won't happen like this. They say we've got enough to hold him. Well, and then when they'll actually officially charge, so they won't even remind him for something like that. Mm. They question or say they monitor it. They won't just, it's, these kind of cases are so hard to prove in the West as well, because it's, it's very hard to. So the, Romania already, I mean, they're under a magnifying glass and I'm surprised they're still behaving this way because the more that goes on, the more they're gonna expose, the more they're gonna lose face I mean, I'm, for me, I'm calling for them to lose their seat in the EU because this is not how you expect a state in the European Union. Europe, the, th the first world, freedom and that, and a place where you think you could stop by, be in a bar or whatever you're doing, and then this could happen to you without no evidence, no due diligence, nothing, and you're just held like that. I mean, it's, it's a fishing expedition. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. Do they got them on preventive detention. They're doing the investigation now. Like, yeah. it's, it's very obvious. And coming from an American background, being in American law enforcement, there's no way they'd be in jail this long. Like, you can only hold them maybe to detain them, to ask a question here. But then at that point, they can say, I want a lawyer, pound sand, and then mm. you got to release them. You can't hold people preventatively while you go ahead and do an investigation. That's wild. To be fair, without Andrew and Tristan... I don't even know where Romania is or what it is. But without them, Romania is... <laughs> they put it on the map, man. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what, Sorry. You might know this better than anyone yeah. here. Isn't the Romanian legal system somewhat a legacy left over from the communist era that they had? Yeah, you know, I can't speak to what how the communist uh, uh, rule of law was, but what I will say is that it's very unorthodox, whereas in you're presumed innocent, but they can go ahead and put you in preventative detention hmm. for a period of time, up to six months. And they're doing the investigation now while they're detained, which is insane to me, especially with in the face of all the evidence that's exculpatory, which in this case, in the United States, exculpatory evidence is evidence that can exonerate the defendant. And they're not looking at that in this case. You know, they have, the you, like uh, Shooter was saying, the with, the, with the footage from the house, I mean, we saw it even like, yo, it's extensive. It's, it shows that the girls went Everything. in and out of the property. It'll show her jogging and all this other stuff, but they're still not using that, which is crazy to me that, you know, I think it's a fishing expedition and they want the money. That's right, what let, I think. Let's, let's, I actually have a question Let's keep it thousand. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, in regards to not using the camera footage, putting them in jail, as we all know, because we've all been to their house, they have quite the security team there. Yeah, yeah. Is the security team removed as they go in to search the house? Uh, I, I believe that they would have, actually, I know, they would have just said, all right, come in. Right. If you actually look at the first time that the, the, the SWAT went in, they were panning corners. You know, they were sort of casual. They were a little bit alert, but casual. Yeah. And then from what I understand, they sat down and I had... that too. They had like pizzas and, and hung out. <laughs> when they went in the second time, first the cameras were rolling and man, they were running in the doors. You see them run up to the door. They have the... the, the what's the name? Battering arm? Battering yeah, batting iron ready to go. But then they cut and they showed them inside the house because someone would have opened the door and said, oh, all right, there's no need to break the door down. If you want to come in, come in. <laughs> and then they're running around as if they're in you know, World War III. It was pure theater, yeah. absolute theater. And yeah. at, one, at one point, they even show 
a perspex table that has a plastic glock in it. Yeah. And yeah. as if it's some kind of weapon. It's it's an art it's table. Art. Uh, we mentioned yeah. that on the show, too. It's sort of ridiculous. The attempt to make this dramatic, it was it was pure publicity. It's so clear. And also, there are weapons in the house, but guess what? They're all licensed. Yeah. The Tates are not stupid enough to do something criminal like that. Yeah. There was no, no drugs found. There was no indications of any illicit uh, activity whatsoever. The Tates are very intelligent men and they're very risk aware. There was nothing found. There, there's no actual concrete evidence. Or if there was, boom, there'd be charges. Yeah. The whole thing's, yeah, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to stomach as someone who, who cares for these guys, but also who has a basic interest in human rights. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to accept the current state of affairs. 100%. Keep it a thousand, position. bro. Who paid the Romanian people? Somebody did. Because this is, this is too fishy, bro. That sort of thing you'll never have a clear answer to yeah. Yeah. at the end of the day. And you then, can speculate all you want, and I'd say to everyone speculating, I don't really see that helping. Uh, I, I think we just need to stick to what we do know, and that's credible sources who have been around them a lot and have interacted with them. I've lived in their house. They've lived in my house. Yeah. We've, been on, 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 we've been on the jets. We've been on the yachts. We've been in the buses. We've been around a lot of foreign parties, women, I've never once seen Andrew act in a disrespectful manner once in four years. Or even insinuated. No, is Anything it? illegal or rude or anything. Dude, even the workers, the females there that work with Andrew, super nice. Oh, we love Andrew. He's amazing. He gives us great, great uh, opinions and stuff. And like, legit, they love him. So I'm like, bro, even the workers love him. So Every I'm single like, person that those two men interact with in Romania loves them. Yeah. They all have a positive experience when either Andrew or Tristan and, are And not only that, just to bring attention to these, these ridiculous accusers, what are they doing in the French Riviera a week after being trafficked? Like, were you guys in riding around in Bentleys Porsche, with Rolexes, etc.? Like, did y'all get paid to do, like, what's going, what's going on here? Like, for you guys to be there in that area, it's cost you about $10,000 a day to, to hang out. So how are you guys affording to be there right after being allegedly trafficked? That doesn't make sense. You'd think you would go home, maybe you'd go to a therapist, whatever it may be. No, y'all went to France right after reporting for a month. Yeah. Selfie. Selfies, this, that, and no they don't look distraught, they don't look like they've been harmed. This yeah. is gross. Can, I think yeah. everyone knows it's bullshit, but a lot of people are blinded by their hatred towards the brothers. Yes, too. yes, 100%. Content. Yeah. They can't accept it. There's people, I'm not sure these are YouTubers, they're even looking at the new evidence and they yeah, I can understand there's a few like lefty woke kind of uh, radio presenters in the UK, but still, but he said this in a, uh, in a podcast, or he said this, but forget all that. Look at Character. the case, yeah, look yeah. at the case, yeah. You know, he's not getting arrested for saying uh, a woman should this or that. He's he's been arrested for these certain charges, and there's the evidence done. Halas is, I mean, that's what they initially charge him with or uh, uh, detain them for. They should throw him out. This is it's a joke. You cannot detain for one thing, stealing the apple, then go. You know what? Later on, it's for trying to drown someone. We just make something up. It's just, it's a joke, and the Romanian justice system looks stupid in, in the public eye. And I think that's why this is important. That's why. On, where it's a Saturday night here in Dubai, I'll, I'll just drop plans and everything to do it because if we don't know who is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we don't know who is, all mainstream these topics, media yeah. Mainstream no media definitely isn't. You know what I said to that? If that was your brother or your friend that had the same thing done to them, how would you feel? And they're like, damn, you're right. Bro, just be, be objective, be fair, and say, you know what? I don't like the guy, but at least this is fucked up. Yeah. At least. I think objective and fair is a little bit of an unrealistic ask for the, the leftists and the wokists, <laughs> uh, to be fair. Because also, okay. if we look at this from the start, let's apply basic logic. What is more likely? A man like Andrew and Tristan, multimillionaires, six foot plus, you know, ripped bodies, high status. Is it likely that they would have to trap a woman and force themselves on them? 
look, I don't want to give away too much detail. The only like fight the Tates have is to get the women to leave. Yeah. That's the I've honest seen truth. That. Yeah. Or, I've that. or is it more likely perhaps that certain individuals might see a high status wealthy man and think, you know what? That's my ticket. Yeah. But but again, this basic logic is not being applied. And to, to your to your point, the emotionality that comes up with the, the, the woke types. Oh, he said bad things must be a bad human. The one thing that Andrew has done is he's mastered the attention economy. He broke the internet and knows how to monetize it. He's a very intelligent individual, father, an established chess player. This guy has brains. What we've seen is him use controversial comments to bring in attention. <laughs> so if you're going to say, oh, hang on, this man used controversial comments, which he then turned into millions and millions of dollars. But based on those controversial comments, because they make me feel bad, he must be guilty of X or Y. It's completely illogical. But again, that's what the left is running with. So, yeah, you can't, we can't ask the leftists to, to apply basic logic, man. Yeah, you're dead on there. And, and, and if Andrew said those things, then every rapper and entertainer in fucking America should be in jail. 100%. Yeah, well, Cardi B just got a McDonald's deal, and she's admitted to drugging and robbing men. Like, actually human tra sex trafficking men and she just got the biggest endorsement from the biggest restaurant in America. Uh, it, it's a it's proof about she what was one the, of the biggest criti critics of exactly. Andrew when he got in trouble yeah, too. Beefing with and, them and on the other Twitter. thing too funny were her. She didn't even do what she was supposed to do. She was supposed to do community service. She beat up some chick at a strip club. She got community service for it, which was a slap on her wrist. She didn't even show up to that. Wow. What, right. a, what a wholesome role model for the youth exactly. today. But they don't talk about that. She gets they? invited to the White House. But, it, I mean, look, the liberals, <laughs> they, they don't actually care that a hu alleged human trafficker, human traffickers get arrested. They are just really happy that some guys that they don't like finally are in jail and they don't, they're not going to clog up the Internet space that they want so badly. Yes. It's not about someone who's evil going to jail. It's just about the fact that this really pissed them off that somebody else was able to garner attention that quickly on the internet better than they did. Yeah, they tried to cancel him online. They realized it didn't work. I mean, he was canceled and he was bigger than ever. So they think the next big step is this. And uh, yeah, they don't care. They don't care about the truth. As long as he's silent, that's what they care. That just, it's a hypocrisy of what they believe. Yeah, to be honest, you know. And, and I and I will say this: as someone that actually investigated human trafficking, unlike these clowns over there on the left, and a lot of them don't understand, or these haters of Andrew, whatever, these guys are the furthest thing from human trafficking. I've actually arrested real human traffickers. I've arrested real pedophiles, real terrible people, and these guys are nowhere near that. Uh, number one, the girls that they deal with come to them willingly. When we were at the club, when we we're in Miami, um, in Miami, not just yeah, Miami, in Romania, yeah. etc. We hung out with them. They have to get the girls to leave. You know what I mean? And every time I've seen girls treat them poorly. Yet they still go ahead and get them an Uber, have their security drive them home, give them money. Here, here's a cab. Go home. Even if the girl was being rude and she didn't necessarily deserve it. And in my head, I'm like, these guys are gentlemen. And here's the other thing, too, that really bothered me. They use a lot of clips from the, the, this PhD course that Andrew released years ago, right? And they take clips of it where he says things about women that they could say, oh, this misogynist, whatever. But they don't play the parts where he says... Hey, if a girl says, uh, you know, you know, I don't, I don't want to come, let her go. It is what it is. Don't be a weirdo, you know, or be a gentleman. Be nice. They don't clip those parts. They only clip the parts where it's like, Ooh, bitch, blah, blah, blah. And it's like taking it out of context, use 10 seconds, et cetera, make it look wild. And they're able to spin any narrative that they want. And we live in a TikTok short economy, sorry, short attention span economy nowadays where people just want instant gratification. And if they can go ahead and clip something and make it look crazy, they're going to do that. But they're not going to clip all the other stuff, all the positive stuff that he says about being a gentleman, treating women great saying that women are the most precious thing, we got to protect them. I never see them clip that. They only clip the crazy stuff to make it sound wild, and they never show a whole thing. And I've seen some of the biggest attractors that watch a full podcast be like, 
damn, that made a lot of sense. Yeah, because you watch the entire pod and you know what the hell he's talking about and you understand everything within context. You know what I mean? Sometimes that charisma can be used against you when it's in short tidbits, which is what we're seeing right now with a lot of these haters. And it's just wild to me because when you look at the evidence, because I've studied this case fairly extensively now at this point, you got... One accuser saying, oh, Andrew, great me, but you were living at the house for weeks. You came with him willingly from London to Romania, okay? You're going back and forth between uh, with Ubers to the grocery store because you wanted to cook and get your own food, going jogging every day with the dogs. You were there for several weeks. You wanted a TikTok, uh, TikTok help, and you wanted 200,000 euro. You didn't get it, and now all of a sudden an accusation comes out of here? And then on top of that, you're partnering with a girl who has made several of these false accusations, which has been documented, and she's been sued for, and has been that's also been documented. And then on top of that, after you guys get assaulted or human trafficked, as you claim, you go to French Riviera for weeks at a time and party and in Rolexes and Bentleys. But the mainstream media doesn't talk about this. They just want to say these guys are human traffickers, blah, 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 but we're not looking at the at the witnesses or the victims in this case. It's all a lie. Yeah. The truth is, the reason they're in the French Riviera the next week is because the next dude slid in their inbox and they took off. Yeah. Let's be really clear it, about yes. that. Oh. And Loverboy Method. Let's talk about Loverboy Method. Yeah. If there are two men on this planet that do not need a lot of women to sleep with them, it, are, it is those two men. <laughs> and if, and if, <laughs> and if, Rubber boy method, lying a little bit to sleep with a woman is a crime. America no longer has a housing crisis. We have a prison crisis. Yeah. Because the average man, which these two are not, yep. lie to women up, down, center to do anything they can to sleep oh, with her. Good point. Where these two men do not have to do this. These women only get upset when they don't make the cut Bam. and they get sent home yep. by a gentleman. Uh, we had a mutual friend say the same. When you look at Tristan's Instagram, how these girls found him, what do you see? A loyal guy who's gonna sit with a white picket fence. You see a playboy, yeah. a handsome guy around chicks. No one looks at that and goes, you know what? I'm gonna bring him home. I might be the only one. What kind of lover boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows what she's getting into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what you're getting into. So that that angle alone has been not, not it's destroyed. It's if, if you Google them, right, you'll see them with a bunch of girls. They go on podcasts and they say, oh yeah, I'm not monogamous. I have multiple women. It, they go, you could go on the internet and you right. see it. Now you guys want to come in here and get mad and say all this other BS? It's ridiculous to me that. Um, we live in this world now where all this evidence is out there that these girls are lying. And then on top of that, Dicot wants to say there's six witnesses, but two of the witnesses are coming forward and saying, Dicot, why are you guys saying that we're, we're victims there's when we're not? There's messages to uh, the assistant saying that he's not giving me attention. Yep. You want to sleep with me? I mean, it's a scorned woman. It's a girl's got to get attention. And these evidence is not being used. You know yeah. CCTV is not being in used. In the Bible it says hell, that. Hell hath no fury. No yeah. I think these words yeah. were written a long so, time ago. Yeah. Hell hath no fury like a woman's scorn. Yeah. yeah. It's scary, yeah. bro. It's scary. Believe it's all women bad. except when they say that they're innocent. Yeah, it's 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 crazy to me. Like when when I look at the evidence and I see what's going on here between you know these two witnesses that went to the French Riviera after, and then we got two other witnesses that Dyke class said are victims, but they're coming on interviews saying well, we're going to talk to them as well, saying that they're not victims. What's going on here? What's your case? Well, they're brainwashed. I mean, it's it, it's so funny. It's laughable. It's scary. Yeah, they said they're brainwashed. Yeah, they're brainwashed. When you, I mean. They're not using messages where they can prove the girls wanted them. They're not using messages. Looking at the testimony of the girls, one's an ex-stripper. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, look at the characteristics of them. Yeah. The other one who's got cases after cases, ran away as a teen in, I think, California. It, look at the messages. The mum's always saying, look, you're getting shit all the time. You're making problems. Yes. I mean, look at the character testimonies. Do you know if you want to be in a jury and you've got kind of characters up, they can't even be jury yeah. members. Because their character's not trustworthy. No. They can't even be in a jury yet. These are the test of the only two witnesses against these two guys. And they're not even in the country. They yeah, left them immediately after. Not only that, they're talking about in the WhatsApp messages, let's sell this to Hulu. Netflix. Yeah, Netflix, yeah. For a series, yeah. yeah. Or a movie. Disturbing. This is in this is crazy to me that they're still in jail with all this evidence showing that these women are lying. And then in this world where you have this bad bitch economy, girl power. All of a sudden, when it goes against their agenda to put Andrew and T in jail, now these women can no longer think for themselves. That's damning. 
It's damning. They're openly saying it. Now all of a sudden their opinions don't matter. Now all of a sudden their mind doesn't matter. Now all of a sudden being an empowered woman with your own opinion and brain and able to think for yourself doesn't matter. No, you have been tricked. Throw it away. Yeah. You know, you know what's particularly disturbing? That analysis that the women were brainwashed was made by a psychologist who never even spoke to them directly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is how clown world this whole thing is if you want to look at wow. it. Wow. Hang on a second. You're going against our agenda? Right, I'm going to decide that you can no longer decide for yourself what's going on in life <laughs> right. without even talking to you. <laughs> Which is ironically that's, that's more misogynistic than anything that the Tates are being accused of, the fact that you, you think that women are not even capable yeah. of believing their own their words. Own that's more misogynistic than, than anything. But, I mean, look, before the Tates, let's be honest, there was a lot of lies. There was a lot of clown world nonsense that was running wild on the Internet, and nobody was really calling it out to that level. And then the Tates arrived, and then all these people that were able to go spread lies and spread bullshit and all this woke nonsense, they got called out. Look at everybody who's, like, actively trying to paint them as bad people right now. They all have blue hair, gender fluid. They're depressed, vaccinated, Don't ugly, the gym. They're fat. Or like they're, they just they hate themselves, and so they need something to do direct their energy at and the Tates told the truth they were telling the truth and they they hate the fact that they were pointing out the reality that they were able to lie about on the internet so they don't actually hate Andrew and Tristan Tate they hate themselves and they need somebody to blame well said well said and to that point that Andrew and, and Tristan have valid messages they are to my read and tell me if anyone disagrees the single most impactful uh, speaker to fighting age males around the world, correct? Who, who else do, do the young men look to for motivational advice, you know, for, for getting ahead in life? If they weren't speaking some kind of truth, how are they so popular? Again, how can the leftists Very not put true. these two together? Yeah. They got popular for saying bad stuff about girls? Less than 5% of what Andrew talks about is, is female-related. Everything else, all the, and that's why I had my little... Uh, tantrum and walkout in the final interview of the Vice. I said, mm. "Where are the? We've had three hours of questions. Where are the questions about the good that Andrew is doing for men? That's how they got popular, oh, and, and that's been completely shelved by the mainstream you media." You were there for the. Can you give us what actually went down? Because you you guys were actually both there for the Vice interview. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys showed them fantastic hospitality. You hung out with them. You guys took them to the event, etc. Can you guys give us the background on that? I mean, because I was when I saw that documentary, I was literally shocked after I saw how uh, Andrew welcomed to the home and treated them so well and what they tried to do. I don't. I don't want to give it too much attention because Whatever the whole thing is just a bit embarrassing. But it's it definitely worth raising. Um, well, my role was to get war room members to talk to these vice lads because yeah. none of the war room members. Correctly, trust advice. Yeah, understand. <laughs> but then vice so paint that uh, that, we're, that Andrew and I are somehow trying to chaperone them and stop them to talking pe to people. If it wasn't for Andrew and me saying to guys, "Hey, you okay to talk to Vice?" It wouldn't have happened. Very positive event. Numerous days of building men up, teaching them to face their fears. You know, do something that's life changing, transformational in terms of an experience. And everyone was very positive about it. Those who did fight, those who didn't. None of that was shown. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> Literally. Oh, and even with this Matt guy. He was enjoying himself. He, he had a transformational experience. He, he had a good time. You can see on camera as well. Even, yeah. oh, but as soon as the cameras came on, at certain points, you'd act all sheepish and all scared. I'm going to say something a lot of people might not like. I actually really like Matt. I got on with him really well. I thought he was a good dude. He had good intentions. I didn't think he was a bad person. And I think all these death threats to, against him should stop. I think that's completely yeah, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. And Tate yeah. would not approve any of that. And no war member would ever act like that. That needs to stop. But what you see at the end of it was the real agenda come out. 
And even though they found themselves enjoying it, even though they were sharing stories, enjoying my car, that they asked to see my car. Yeah. I didn't say, hey, let's go and have an interview yeah. on my car. Like yeah. it's, they asked it, to go on your Ferrari. Yeah, exactly. It's a car. I don't care. Uh, but when you saw the post-edit and when you saw the, the agenda coming out in the final interview, that's when I was like, Matt, this hurts, mate. We were, we were good to you. We lifted you up. Everyone was on their feet cheering for him when he went into the ring. Tristan gave him a hug afterwards. There was some brotherhood there, and he would have felt it. And if he hears this, Matt knows that his life is lacking. He knows he lacks physicality. He knows he lacks respect from his fellow man. He knows he lacks brotherhood. And I bet you the state of his relationships with women is probably terrible too. Yeah. He knows these things. He was getting a taste of what it's like to act like a man with drive, with discipline, with brothers who care about him. But then the leftist narrative took over and he had to paint it in a negative way. He had a good time there. This, this whole concept that he was scared or intimidated, we were sitting around joking all day. I was with them the whole time. So it's, it's, I, on a personal note, again, no ill will to the guy and I want all that harassment of him to stop yeah. for the record. Yeah. I still like him and I still think he's a good guy. He's just consumed with this leftist woke religion, which is a religion at this point. But overall, I, I still have a lot of respect for him. And I think he's a good dude. His mind has just been fried by the religion of wokeism. And, and you can see it. He's a deeply unhappy, unfulfilled person. That's my take on the Vice Doco, mate. You're how, a, sorry, please. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 you got it. How much pull do you think he had over the last edit? I, what, what I actually see, and again, I, I mean, we're all pretty intelligent people, right? Yeah. At that final speech where Andrew said, well done on the event, you guys have all done well, does anyone have any feedback? Matt had questions he'd already decided in his head. And what he said was, yes, it was a good event, uh, but now you're going to step into my ring and, and I'm going to give you an interview. So this whole time that planned that, right, I'll say on camera that after we've done your, your battle domain, the ring, you're going to come into my domain and we're going to have a debate. Honestly massive mistake on my behalf or on Tate's behalf if we'd recorded that final vice debate mm. Andrew chewed him up and spat him out it was terrible to watch here we have our man Matt a so-called reporter ready to show his his battleground and ask difficult questions every single question Andrew just outclassed him on every level and I promise you vice will never release that because it made them wondering. look so embarrassing yeah. it was so embarrassing for them <laughs> and showed how okay so you're a former law enforcement guy right yeah. I'm, I'm a professionally trained investigator as well if you want to open if you want to ask professional questions they should be open questions they should be probing questions every question was loading and leaded at one point Matt even said there's a lot of women who who self-harm and then tried to say that that was Andrew's fault Wow. At which point Andrew's like, hang on, this is disgusting. Of course I'm anti these sorts of things. But every single attempted loaded and leading question that Matt put forward, Andrew shut down. It was actually clinically beautiful to watch in terms of debate. But just to get back to the point, the whole thing was scripted from the start. I think what happened was the Vice guys, they lost it. And also uh, Jamie, the other producer... He's a G. He does his boxing. He was enjoying himself. One of the camera guys, one hour stormed out, actually said, you know what? Jules right. This is actually pretty unethical of us. So the guys got caught up in the brotherhood, in the experience, in the transformational positive experience. But then when they, go, when they went back, well, hang on, we have a script here. We have a pre-planned way we want this doco to go, which is, yes, you've had your fun in your battleground, and now you're coming into mine, Andrew. But of course, in their battleground, they could only show... 20 seconds of it because it was seconds just a, of a three hour interview. three hours it was, it was a but long time that tells you that's telling how 
amazing Andrew's responses where they could not find, in three hours, they couldn't find more than 20 seconds of gotcha material. And the gotcha material was me saying, look, guys, I'm feeling emotional about this. This is hurting me because we've shown you a good time and you've said to me you've had a good time and now you're pretending that everything was terrible. I need to leave. I got up and I left. Like it was, yeah, the whole thing was a real insight into the mind of the leftist in that even if they know the way they're living is unfulfilling and even if they know there's an alternative, I mean, what man wants to be physically timid and weak? Why not go to the gym? Why not build yourself? What man wants to have no real friends or no real hobbies? The admission of these guys behind the scenes. And then see a bunch of guys who look after each other, who are passionate about what they do, who are doing big things in the world of business, the world of physicality, fighting, all these sorts of things. But they stick to their unfulfilling existence because their woke mind virus tells them to. I actually, I have no ill will against Matt and I, I feel sorry for him. And genuine offer... I'd like to hang out with the guy again and see if we can make him a little bit more fulfilled as a man. Yeah. If he joined the war room, his life would in- improve exponentially. That's the reality. And, and it, another thing, too, is, you know, when people – see, for us, that's like a foreign concept, what he did, because when you're around guys that treat you well, show you out, show you good time, make you a better guy – you're inclined to be loyal to them, treat them well, and reciprocate. You wouldn't try to catch them off guard. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We, we, you know, like on our podcast, right, when a guest comes on, what do we always ask? Hey, anything you don't want to discuss? Hey, what do you don't want to talk about, et cetera? Because we respect our guests. We want to always make our guests look good. Um, if someone brings you into their home, someone shows you good time, et cetera, you would show respect and loyalty to that person because they treated you well. And it's like, okay, you know what, man? I know Vice kind of wanted me to do this stuff, but you know what, man? You're not that bad of a guy. Yeah. Vice, you know what? I think we need to show this in a Jamie more positive Jamie said that. Light. Jamie said that, brother. You know? The, the, the guy behind the scenes directing See, it, he that. said those actual words. But I'm not a snake, so I didn't record it and put it out on the internet. Yeah, right. <laughs> you would th- that's, that's what good, noble men do, right? They do what's right, not what feels right because of whatever is going on at the time. You do what is right. Even, okay. also, even Vi- today. Yep. Vice is a dying organization. That's another yeah. thing. Oh, no, it dude. was worth $5 yeah. billion not that long ago. Now it's worth $1 billion. These guys are scrambling for their jobs. They're scrambling for relevance. They're scrambling for attention. In a year's time no one will know who they are vice will probably be bankrupt andrew tate will be the biggest brand in the world inshallah yeah because the truth wins in the end and if you're trying to push because we look at vice they push pedophilia yep they they, do they they put they push uh drug use all the time culture there's so much yeah they are exactly if you're trying to push a message that worsens people's lives you're not going to win in the end if your key thing which is making men and therefore by extension women and therefore by extension society a more fulfilled more driven more disciplined place which is andrew's message you're going to win in the end i'm, I'm hurting we're all hurting but at the end of the day the truth will win out Th- those will. those putting out the positive message for humanity will beat shaitan but to be Shalma. honest nobody watches spice anyway so they need that interview with andrew they, they yeah, need that like need bad take and on here's the thing if they had done it positively yeah. positive masculinity talked about all the good of getting in there facing your fear uh, competing, all these like you know tenements of masculinity, they probably would have done way better views. They would have been way but more positive. Or at least show both sides. Out. At least show yeah, both sides. At least yeah, show both sides. But they they put even when you watch the documentary with the music, the way they framed it, it's like oh wow, these guys are evil. Blah blah blah. And the editing talking about the positive is so off to me. Angela really yeah. Really bad. And it made the, them look the music even in stupider. the background. Yeah. Do, 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 yeah. do, do. <laughs> and it made so, them it made them look even worse, man. Yeah. So you're right. They People are stupid. They came with an agenda. So yeah. and the thing is too, they said because I mean I'm a pretty cautious guy and I said look I'll go on camera because I believe in the Tates and I believe in the war room it's a very positive organization as yep. everyone knows who's inside of it I'm prepared to put myself in the limelight and I, I've been doxxed I've been cancelled I've, I've had threats against my family I'm not crying about it like Matt is <laughs> yeah. I've received threats too but the one thing that, that hurts me the most is 
if these guys had just done the job objectively like they said they would. Yep. Because they said, they said, look, all right, I can promise you, I can give you my guarantee, Matt's words, that we will show both sides of the story. Why then, in a three-hour final interview, with your questions, could you only show 10 seconds, friend? That's not two sides of the story. That's not objective at all. So they, it they, took them forever to put it out too. Yeah, they don't Dude, have, this was back in August they did this stuff. I can explain that. I can explain that, by the they way. They needed. No, I, can, no, I, can, I can explain this. Please, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if this has been explained on the internet before. Probably not. Hit it. Hit it. Vice made the decision not to air the, air the documentary. Now, he, I'll explain why. No, no, here, here it is. Here it is. Bombshell. At the end of it, I said, when is it coming out? They said, well, Andrew's quite topical right now. It'll come out three weeks, maximum four. I said, okay, cool. We'll look forward to it. Yeah. It didn't come out. And what happened was, this is, the, this is the key indicator, Vice was continually calling Andrew saying, can we please do the final interview again? Because they knew it was so bad. And they, with everything they had, they didn't have sufficient dirt to put out something that would further their agenda to make Andrew look bad. So they decided, oh, and he scrapped that. The moment he got arrested, the next day, Vice contacted the legal team and said, well, we're going to release it again. Because all of a sudden, they had enough dirt to make Andrew look bad. Wow. They shelved that project because they couldn't use what they had to further their agenda. It was done. See? It was six months later. And then the day after his arrest, boom, they're on again. It's, it's, See, it's so transparent. I knew when they dropped it out, they got arrested. They were pushing our agenda. Because before, they didn't post it, like you said. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, he's in jail. He's being held uh, as a trafficker. Put it out. With the fake text message and yeah. like all this stuff, yeah. with the voice notes and all this and stuff. And purely logically, media. purely logically too, if you've got a documentary where you're spending time with the world's most Googled man, why would you sit on it for six months? Yes. Because they couldn't, what, what they had, they couldn't use. And we see that three-hour interview, they could only use 10 seconds, which is me having a tantrum Bomb anyway. Shell right it's, there. it's hilarious. And now they're going to sell it to BBC for quite a bit of money. It's going to air on national television, not just the internet. Wow. wow. There it is. It's See, a, it's and they, a money and they waited. They waited. That's the crazy part is they waited. Like, they're, like, and they're, they're trying to spend in a certain light with the text message or whatever. Can I, I, here's the thing. Oh, oh, these voice notes of him saying all this other stuff. Uh, number one, they didn't show the full text conversation. When you look at the full text conversation, a girl clearly says in it, it's not grape if I consent. Cool. But they didn't show that, did they? I'd love to talk to that. I'd love to talk to that. Please, I thought please. the left was meant to be tolerant. <laughs> now, hang on. Let, let's go down this rabbit hole. Most, pop, most popular book of all time in all of the last few decades. Fifty Shades it? of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. All right. So based on that, we know that there is demand for BDSM type Huge. dominant intimacy. Whether you're into it or whether you're not, it's beside the point. I thought the left wasn't meant to kink shame because that's exactly what they're doing. And if you listen to Andrew's voice, if it is even his voice, that's not the voice of someone threatening. Yeah. That's kink talk. Yeah. That is dominant, submissive, BDSM-style yes. kink talk. I thought the left was, you know, if you want to identify as a, a bottle of sparkling water, then you are that. <laughs> if you want to identify as a yacht, all right, you're a yacht. But when it comes to a, a dominant man who's famous for being dominant, in, interacting with women in a kinky way, which is clearly a popular one because most popular book of all time, Fifty Shades of Grey, or at least the last few decades, we can't put those two together and all of a sudden, no, he's admitting to rape. It's, it's not real. It's, it's such nonsense. People don't have common sense. I talked about this when people, because so many people send this video, look, your friend is beating on a woman. I looked at it and it's a, a video of, of him on the bed with, with, uh, with his, one of his girls. And I was like, are you stupid? This is a tripod. You think if a guy's really assaulting a woman, he's going to set up the tripod and be like, hey, come here. Hey, say, uh, didn't I tell you, listen, slap her like this. Bad I hate to say it, yo. Andrew, I love you, bro, but you're a terrible actor. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. Yeah. like this. It's like yeah. so obvious that that's what they want to do. And then this woman goes on twice on news station saying, it's what we did. It was a kink that we had. But they're still trying to say he's a woman beater. 
It's incredible how people don't have common sense. Common sense is no longer common. People lack critical thinking skills. If someone was really assaulting a woman, you'd be damn sure they're not going to put a tripod in front of a bed with a camera and record themselves doing it. And to be fair, stupid. us as guys that have been dating girls for a while, who requests that type of behavior? Girls oh, do. Bro. Girls are like, yo, slap me, choke me. is like, shit, all right, if you want me to do it. Most, so most, men, most men have got zero interest in that. I'm it, independent. I'm a like, boss, who babe. Who cares? You know, like, yeah, like, I don't like that. Like, I'll keep it a million. I don't like doing it, but they're like, do it, do it. Bro, I'm like, They've ah. read the book, man. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they want it more than anyone else. But see, the soy boys, right, the guys that critique guys like us that call us fake alpha males, whatever, when none of us here run around and say that we're alpha, none of us, yeah. right? But they'll say that, and they don't realize that women crave this type of, uh, you know, intimacy with guys that I guess genuine meet, desire meet meet our meet our measure. They but can't, these soy boys don't get that from women. They yeah. can't comprehend. Can they this. can't comprehend those kind of men. Those kind of soy boys you're talking about. They cannot comprehend nope. a woman wanting him to do those kinds of dominant physical acts yeah. to her because yeah. it has never happened to him in his entire life. And you, as a former, you know. Spicy star, you know this better than anyone else. I mean, that's what that's what the that's what the girls want. That's what it is. It's just a part of. It's it's such an guys like us understand this because we have had experience with yeah. numerous women. Yeah, the average guy does not understand how common that kind of kink mm. actually is. Yeah, amongst women, and a lot of guys I talk to because I, I I coach guys on this stuff. Yeah. a lot of guys are really reluctant. To, to escalate yeah. like that. I don't even like doing and it. They, they, they want to do it. Their partners they, are the ones that are saying, yeah. harder, do this more There's intense. There's a famous uh, rock star from NXS. Remember when he died? Uh, yeah. They found him asphyxiated, hung yeah. with an erection. So he basically was trying to choke himself, but he died during a sex act. Whoa. I'm, just, I'm not making mocking of of always you're going to go out yes. I'm just making sense. <laughs> that, that was an orgy which went wrong. Yeah. NXS, famous yeah. rock star. Yeah. So it happens. There's a shop called Ann Summers in the UK. Uh, all the listeners who are watching from the UK, and it sells whips, handcuffs, this and that for what men and females. Like, it's a female shop. I mean, they sell these kind of things. So what do you expect they're going to do with it? Do you, know what's even, do you know what's even more crazy? There was an article that came out, not that, you know, not, I think it was within a week or two of the, the documentary, that talked about the fact that the majority of women have these sorts of fantasies. It was from Vice. Yeah. It was from Vice. Yes, from Vice. <laughs> I exposed that Vice were wow. pushing that, saying it's a, normal, it's a normal thing, these kind of rape scenarios. So it's I normal mean, unless you get someone who the left doesn't like doing it, and then it is actual rape. All right, got it. It's Good to this, know. It's just a crazy world we're living in. We, got, we got some chats here? Yeah, we do, but it's fine. I'll, I'll let them finish, and then we'll start. I'll read the chats after. Sorry. Shooter, you were going, you saying? Yeah, just explaining that if, if, if you are approved by the left then these sorts of fantasies are fine, everything's fine. If the left doesn't like you, then all of a sudden you well, are admitting to a crime. You've got a musician called Sam Smith, uh, like uh, Aram, doing doggy-style kind of tactics with men in leather, having them urinate, like, you know, copy this in a, mu in a music stuff. video. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they welcome that, but they don't welcome the other. So it's hypocrisy. Mm. Yeah, to, me, to me, it's baffling that, you, that role models in America to, for young women are women like Cardi B, Kim Kardashian, all these kind of women who've just, they've destroyed an entire generation of yeah, women. I it started with Sex in the City. Just and and, and yeah. the author of Sex in the City regrets her life. Hmm. She is now single and lonely and unhappy. And she, she actually, in an interview, admitted all this. How many she, cats does she have? Oh, probably too many. Well, five. <laughs> but she regrets making that show. She even said this. Oh, in an interview recently. And that's, that's my point. At the end, reality wins. The truth wins out in the end. You can, <laughs> the leftists can deny biology. They can deny human history as much as they want. The truth wins out in the end. Yeah, no, it always does. 
Um, no way, here, sir. I'll hit some. Oh, we got some sparkling water that nice. just came in, guys. I'll go ahead and read the chats while in uh, honor get of the to top G. Yeah. The most in the honor of top G. <laughs> Here's some here, sparkling water. Get, uh, I'll, I'll read this. Pass it down, bro. All right, guys. So we got some of these chats here. I'll read. And a bunch of them came in. Thank you guys so much for the support, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, okay. So. Oh, you can. Give me some ice, brother. Yep. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. So we got here. Um, Chris, 10 bucks goes, elitists all over the world are supposedly pushing everything we know to be harmful to society and make the population weaker. Main goal is to depopulate the world. We know the best option is the nuclear family. Absolutely, man. Yep. The family is the backbone of uh, the, the United States became powerful. And, yeah, nuclear family is where it's at. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, two bucks, free Top G. Absolutely free. Andrew, free. Tristan, free. Georgiana, free the squad, man. Everybody. Uh, the aggressive kink is really common sense. Sensei, uh, it's common sense, yeah. When I was stationed in Korea, a Tinder chick literally asked to be choked near pass out. Those soys can't fathom those things are real. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, me and you've talked about this where it's like, we, me, me and you've told Every stories girl. where it's like, you know, oh, damn, uh, this is a little too much, but it's like, that's what girls want nowadays. Chad, make sure to put pressure on the sides of the neck because you're not actually going to, she'll have the simulation that she's being choked, but she won't pass out. You're not going to catch a case. Yeah. There you go. You're not, about, you're not trying to crush the windpipe. Yeah, don't do that, guys. Wait, Stico, how, Side of the neck. How do you know that, Stico? I read it online somewhere. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ash goes free Tristan and Andrew absolutely free them guys um, and then we got here um, Shanks goes Myron didn't A&P do the same stuff on you guys they tried to make Myron look like uh, Weinstein with the finish chick I know her personally should try to reach out to you after the fact get on a podcast absolutely bro you know it is what it is man people are gonna hate people like A&P no one respects them guys uh, Apple and Leech. Uh, society infantilizes women when it comes to accountability absolutely that is so true um you know, where uh, we're talking about just like how, you know, one set of girls is making a false accusation, take them seriously. But another set of girls says, hey, you know, they didn't assault us. And what did they say? Oh, no, you're the, some I didn't sure. I didn't even know that it was a psychologist that went ahead and said that they're brainwashed. that didn't even interview them. That's crazy. So um, and then free top G from Russ. Appreciate that. Lip Raccoon goes, uh, you guys are all doing God's work. Absolutely, man. Like I said before. Ten toes down, we support our bros. If anything, and here's the other thing, too, I want to make very clear. If anybody on this panel got in some kind of situation where there was accusation or whatever, I would defend them as well. You know what I mean? I know all these men. I know what kind of character they are. And I will gladly go ahead and use my platform to say, hey, this is bullshit. This is not true. Uh, I mean, Daniel. And I, I hope that if it happens to us, you guys are going to do the same. Yeah. In general. I would. Yeah. But what was really mind, like eye-opening was... Being around leftists, I, I said the same thing. Like, if you got accused of this, like, I, I would hope that you would defend me. Like, you know, we're, we're fr but the thing is, leftists, if they get accused, they would immediately go and snake you and cancel you yeah. and prioritize the attention over the friendship. Friendship does not matter to them. There's no brotherhood among the left. There's no code of honor. It's it's really quite a ethicless mind. The, the woke mind virus is a very, it wouldn't be a very fulfilling way to live. I'll tell you something about, like, the whole woke ideology is that it's based around this idea of trying to make everybody equal and in nature things are unequal some people are six foot three some people are five foot ten nature isn't fair okay so there's never going to be perfect equality and the the only way you can make people truly equal is by dragging somebody else down to your level that's why that's why there's such haters that these woke mind viruses. exactly they have to to, to fulfill that part of their philosophy of trying to make everything equal and fair the only way they can possibly do that is by dragging down someone who's far more successful than them to their level 
It's easier than having that self-accountability of saying, oh, hang on, maybe I should be hitting the gym too. Maybe I should be making money. Maybe I should be contributing to society. That's another thing. All these leftist haters, what are they actually contributing to society? What are they doing of any meaning or purpose to, to, to humankind? It's just pure toxic negativity. It's wild. In my three weeks on Twitter before I got blocked, <laughs> I was amazed at how many people have devoted their life to just spreading misinformation, making false claims, pretending to be investigators, and just really toxic. Like their entire days are spent with toxic nonsense, yet they think they're the good guys. <laughs> they think they're doing something meaningful. It's, it was really quite insightful. You know what, what you just said about them being unhappy is completely true. And it kind of circles back to what we talked about earlier. Like, what do you think it means to be a man is to have peace in your heart because you know you've done the right thing. I can tell you Matt has zero peace in yeah. his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. I feel sorry for the guy. I really do. And you can see it when you meet him. It's like I almost, felt, I, I almost felt like giving him a hug and saying, mate, you know, there are things you can do to feel better about yourself in this life. It is, you have, you have a, a, a Western passport. You know, you've got plenty of time. You've got enough money to feed yourself properly. You could make positive lifestyle changes to feel more confident and, and better as a man. But you know that I, involves work, though, right? <laughs> you know who I think about when I think about him? And one of my favorite people in the war room is Tig. Mm. Those two men are about the same size. True. And Tig, in my opinion, is one of the most upstanding, solid men I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And the difference between him and Tig is because Tig has honor, he has backbone, he has character, and he went and built the person that he is. Yeah. Well Meanwhile, this person is the avatar of somebody that hates Andrew because he's the guy that lost his girlfriend to Andrew all the way through school. Uh, yeah. He, he hates him. Why does a rabbit hate a fox? It's the same thing. But then there's men like Tig out there that go create something and, and become a person. This is a war room guy. And, and for that... I respect him. He could, be, in my mind, Tig is six five. Mm -hmm. you, you you see what I'm saying? Because I, I'm six five, and he could beat the piss out of me. <laughs> he's a, yeah, but, but he went and created that for himself. Yeah. And the war room promotes that, and, and that's exactly why you're so right about the fact that if if this Matt kid was just to step into that kind of arena where people would drive you to be better, then it could change his entire life, and he wouldn't have to live with this conscience on his heart. I just want to throw something out there. Yeah. Um, Matt, if ever you're listening or anyone who knows Matt, I will pay for you to join the war room if you commit to the process. And I guarantee you within six months, you'll be deeply happier as a person. You'll have a support group that actually looks after you. You'll have more healthy interactions with women. And you, you have a lot more money as well. So Matt, Shay, genuine offer. Yep. I will pay the, the entrance fee for you to join the war room because genuinely, mate, after spending a couple of days with you, I do feel that there, there are better life choices you could be making and the worm exists that just goes to show your character yeah man. Right. after what he's done and you're still showing some kind of respect and saying look we'll give you we'll, we'll, you know what I mean? welcome yeah, you in it's on record now i'll do it while yeah. as he when a man was down released the video even even i thought maybe some mistakes i saw some of his tweets antagonizing tweets so for me he's a piece of shit in my opinion but that's me <laughs> but you know what you know what i know if you saw him you wouldn't do anything to him i, I wouldn't because anyway you, because you not because you couldn't, clearly you could, because just like what you're doing right now, when you get to a certain place as a man, you know, you don't have to bully people. Yeah. You don't have to be mean to people. Somebody said this the other day and it really struck me. He said, I had gone through so much violence. People don't understand how much violence it took for me to be this gentle. Interesting. And, and I think that's a very powerful statement because what you're doing right now is despite all the hate, despite the fact if you saw him, you'd just let him walk, content, you know, yeah, you're secure. you know, you don't have to. A secure man does not have to bully or degrade people smaller than him. You just don't feel the need. 
And so I completely support what you said. And I can tell you for a fact that Jewel, he's not joking. You will pay for it. And you would be there to support him all the I'd way mentor through. mentor him the whole way. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I think I think 100%. Matt can definitely change. However, does he want to change the question? Because all people say they want to, they have an inkling, but if they really don't want to deep down, not going to change. So I, it's up to him. I think he wants to. I think he's scared. It takes work as well. Yeah. It's a lot easier to sit back and hate on those who put in the work and built something than it is to actually build something. I mean, all of us, I mean, Tam being a great example. I mean, he, this man has built an incredibly powerful brand, arguably one of the best gyms in the world, and a bunch of other businesses. That takes hours and hours of work. And he's a family man. He has to be away from his family to go and build that. And I know that's a battle well, for apparently him. Apparently my gym's empty and I'm a laundering money. Apparently. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> apparently all the trolls. Sneak up. We had to witness today. That's hilarious. Yeah, but that's yeah, that was but it takes one of work. the most packed gyms I've ever seen. Yeah. No, but, and you can understand why people are afraid to stand up. Just when I speak to Joel and a lot of you guys, the amount of hate and abuse we're getting on a daily basis, not that it, it doesn't bother me. I laugh, I don't re reply even, but I mean, it's crazy. Mm. I've never seen that amount, whatever I've spoke about, whether it's sport, religion, you name it, against even when I've defended Andrew, the hate has gone crazy. So a lot of people are afraid too. They can't, the, the backlash comes, they're like, oh, log out, or I don't know what to do, you know? So, I mean, it's no excuse, but there's a lot of people who used to jump on Andrew for clout, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of guys, and you're watching here, and you'll be watching this, a lot of the YouTubers, influencers, used to chase me and beg me to meet him, hmm. do videos. Where are you now? Yep. You know, where are you now? This is hot seat. You got your views and likes, you don't care. But when he comes out, they'll be running. Yeah, let's do a video, Andrew, you know? So that's the kind of fickle life we live in. And it annoys me, these kind of guys, you know? That's why I respect you guys. Like, you know, there's no fear because we know the truth as well. And you're not scared. We only fear one thing, the creator. The rest, we don't care. And when you know the truth, like I said, I don't care if you bring a thousand witnesses paid. I will never accept it. Never. So it is what it is, because we know the facts. Right. Especially with all the evidence that shows otherwise nowadays, you know what I mean? It's, it's absolutely ridiculous that uh, they're still in, in jail at this point, you know? Um, it, it's, it's seriously uh, like a violation of human rights. Um, okay, but when, when it comes to the hate, you can't even get upset about it. Like, I'm just so used to it at this point. And it's, it's pretty funny at this point. Like, we've been in Twitter spaces. We've been debating and going back and forth with some of these investigative journalists. And you see they, they even seen the WhatsApp messages, and they're still trying to point out and go. But it's, it's evident that they're innocent, but they've been committed so much into hating and trying to paint them as a bad person. They, they need to commit to the bit. They can't break character at this point. But it, you, the hate doesn't bother you because if you could just click on the profile it's either an anonymous account or it's a woman who's like you know she doesn't have kids and she's in her late 30s and she's past that part and you know she she probably desperately wants approval from andrew and tristan and she knows she's never going to get it so she has to choose to hate them and she ne needs to choose to bring them down because she will never get their approval uh, I mean, Daniel actually has a good point here. He goes, uh, turning this case into a spectacle was the worst move for Romania because it exposed that it was politically motivated. Big L for Romania, big W for the Tate's stoicism, respect and respect for the brothers, free the Tate's. I agree. And here's the thing, like Romania's kind of put themselves in a corner because now they're going to try to hold them for that full six months and they're going to end up looking very foolish. I yep. agree. Um, I ain't never going back there, bro. Yeah. Myron, uh, Israel Venezuela goes, Myron, I heard you mention my profession. Pipe fitter is a top 10 earning job. Thank you for bringing attention to blue collar jobs. I work in Chicago and here you can make well over 100K yearly. Absolutely, bro. These are jobs that women don't want to do, though. Uh, the black gentleman goes, Assalamu alaikum. All my brothers in one place. Uh, best episode yet. Love it. The left slash woke will destroy themselves through their work mind virus. May Allah free the tates. Absolutely. Uh, and then hashtag question all women. Yeah, man. Question everybody, man. Question, you know, we need hard evidence. You guys heard Andrew's first statements to case? 
I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, Mazid L, to all the Muslims brothers on the panel, what are your thoughts on uh, Tablig and Jamiti Dua? Jamati Dua, and have you guys ever spent time in it? It changed my uh, Jamati Dua. Okay, it changed my life. Well, yeah. Allah for the better. Uh, Alhamdulillah. W panel. You guys want anything? You guys wanted to say on that? He's just talking about a school of thought like Tabliki Jamaat. I think he what he's saying. J A M A T. Okay. Okay. No, I respect all those different like uh, factions in Islam, but Alhamdulillah to anyone who's devout, practicing, and tries their best in all religions. We've got uh, I think Christian here. You've got across. Yeah. So I. Re- the Prophet, peace be upon him, told us respect all religions, be good to all, and just be an example. Don't, you know, there's no compulsion in religion, so people will follow when you're a good example. So that's what I, my advice to any Muslim out there as well. Bam. Uh, we got um, Uncle Luke goes, this is why men in the space need to be more united than ever. Forget petty differences. There's too much against men in the world as it is. This can happen to any man. Well, guys, why do you think we're in Dubai right now uh, uniting? You know what I mean? As United well, Front to let you guys flight, know. Bro. Yeah. Easy. You know, um, the shooter. if the mainstream media isn't going to put the truth out, then we will. And we're going to stand together. And you know what I mean? For positive masculinity. This isn't to say, oh, treat women poorly. And, you know, let's all be jerks and everything else like that. No, man, we tell you all the time, make the money, become successful. So a woman can be relying upon you and you can be that strong leader that she wants and yearns for. You know, uh, let's see here. We got a red pill career goes all false accusations of women and sexual crimes should be considered sexual assault conducted by the female. These women are technically sex offenders. Yeah, man. I, I really do hope that some type of, um, consequences befall these women. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the same thing to the taxes they did to Vibes Cartel. The taxes has reached cartel's level of influence. I think he means the Tates is what he means. Uh, real, uh, let's see here. Um, King Jimmy goes, uh, Kings, got to move in silence and level up. Your ops are always watching. Was in Doha and Dubai last year. Deployed with the army. Finally back home. Love y'all. Free Top G. Dad, thank you so much for the support, my friend. Myron, I know you, uh, I have a good wife because she brought, she bought me your book for Valentine's Day. Yeah, guys, Why Women Deserve Less is live right now. Yes. Go ahead and get it. Wow. Uh, in Why the book, I, I talk about <laughs> not being a simp and, you know, making sure that, you know, you reserve your resources for the girls that uh, deserve it. Tamar and Sartorial are speaking facts. You got to be cautious of certain girls. Girls like Christina and Zena can't be trusted. Okay, fair enough. Whatever y'all say. Um, but no, I agree. You do got to be careful because girls can definitely crush you guys. Uh, Mickey Cruz, 10, 20 bucks. I appreciate that. And then free take. Uh, cameras in your whole house, including bedrooms, is your best bet. Make sure your stay is a one-party consent state before recording anyone else. Stay safe out here. Not sure fellas. if you want cameras in your bedroom. That might be a crime as yeah, well. Yeah, it might be illegal. <laughs> that's a little bit too extreme. Yeah, that's a, that's illegal, man. You got to be careful depending on where you're at. Again, the only, the only filter, and take away all gender. Make sure you screen for toxic people and keep your inner circle close and yeah. well vetted. It's simple as that. Like, it doesn't matter if it's man or woman. There are toxic people out there. Everyone needs to be very careful. Yeah, that's something that we, we touched on this earlier, things that young men can do practically. And one of those things is learning to recognize red flags and green flags and people. Study the dark triad, learn about narcissism, Machiavellian psychopathy, learn to pick these things. Two percent approximately of the population are psychopaths who will ruin your life just because they feel like it. So everyone, it's not about man or woman. And Tate talks to this. Tate says you have the right to make sure toxic people don't come into your life. Tate says you should build a circle of trusted brothers. All of the knowledge that Tate's putting out there as per the 41 tenets of, of Tate – 
they talk about the importance of being very careful with who you let in your life. Now, some people can say, oh, but the Tates let these people in their lives. If you look into it, the Tates weren't even around these girls much. They <laughs> yeah. weren't. They weren't. Yeah. I, I think it was, Wait, the, I have the, they weren't the even footage. in the country. Yeah, dude. They, they have the footage of them dancing at the party, right? Tates the girls. And they weren't even, the, the Tate brothers weren't there. And I think that's another reason, too, why they were mad is because they didn't get the attention that they wanted. So extension to that, especially if you get your money right and you have a nice big house and you like having house parties, don't. <laughs> Don't be careful who you let physically into your house. Because even if you have cameras, even if you aren't there, you can end up in jail. It's yeah. wild. Being trafficked. Uh, allegedly, they're being trafficked, but the girls are there dancing, partying, having a good time, etc. Wow. And you can see them doing all this and they're free to leave and they still were somehow... To, the best comment I heard, and again, you know, real crimes are terrible and every man here, you know, doesn't condone any sort of criminal act. We're all anti-crime. But I heard one lady say, hang on, so... I get flown around, I get to go on jets and on yachts and have house parties. Please, you know, kidnap me as well. This was back in April. Like, it's, it's, it's comical. It's, it's absolute clown world. I heard someone make an outrageous allegation that the security that Tate has at the front gate there were keeping the women on the premises. And we, and we all know, like yeah. all of us who've been at his compound, we all know that anyone is free to come and go as they please. Like Mike... One of my girlfriends there would come freely in and out. No one has ever stopped any woman from leaving that compound. Yeah. Yeah, that was flawed because the women were staying in another place anyway. Yeah, they were in a hotel. They were in a hotel. The, yeah, those so. security will not let people in if they don't know them. Mm. Because wait a sec, they're armed security. <laughs> like that's their job. Never once. And I've spent a lot of time in that house. Never once was there. I, I've even talked to the, the security guys because I'm in that profession, right? They're normal, regular guys with normal, regular jobs. It's to deter against external threats, not to keep someone in. Like, it's just, it's, again, the logic is missing. It really doesn't add up. And you're dead on with that because we all know what hotel that is and exactly the name of it. All of us know. It starts with an L. Mm. We all know. Those girls don't stay at the house. There's not, in that house, that's not how they do it. Mm-hmm. And I think Myron said it right, whoever the comment was. Romania are under this magnifying glass now. Yep. And they really look stupid. They really are. I mean... If they were, they really need to save face and go, you know what, we've investigated it, whatever it is, we're going to quit them. Bloody keep a car if that makes you happy. Whoever, it, well, they want their money, obviously, from the assets they're seizing. Maybe they were afraid they're moving to Dubai, they're taking all their investments out. It could be anything. But uh, the longer it goes, the worse it is for Romania in the long run. And I think they don't realize that. I think they're that naive or that arrogant. They're not seeing the bigger picture and it's going to hit them bad. Mm. I think they got, they, they're trying to double down. Them, yeah, trust me. And guys, I'm going to kill the Twitch stream uh, here. Come, so come on over to YouTube or Rumble. Uh, guys, we've got like 11K watching. Like the video. Yeah, like the video, guys. 11,000 well. plus y'all in here, man. Yeah. And uh, uh, check out all the guys' uh, independent YouTube channels and Twitters, etc. I'll make sure to put them all in the description so you can find all these yeah. uh, stand-up guys here. Uh, all of the great league Dubai gentlemen. Mafia. Um, <laughs> here. Uh, so I'll go back to the chats here. Uh, give me one second. You know what I found a bit funny? They can keep their cars but they're going to have a hard time keeping all those Romanian women from flying over here. <laughs> like they're not going to be able to stop. <laughs> like just... Look, I'm hoping, again, to speak of that, I, I, I'm hoping when the guys come out that... Because um, the, the, this is the other thing. This is what, on an ethical level, is even more sad. A lot of the time, the Tates do have good intentions, and they are gentlemen when it comes to giving. Like They will fly women out, or they used to, 
not for any nefarious purposes, but this, from what I understand, one of these ladies wanted to be a TikTok star. They met in London. They said, all right, come over. I know a thing or two about marketing, which is true, which he did. Like every single interaction I've seen with him, you know, with a woman has been a gentleman. He's been quite giving and, you know, come on the yet, jot, yet, come on the yachts, come on the jets. And this is all documented. That's going to have to stop now. Any, any being a gentleman to anyone, all that has to stop. Like these guys cannot really interact with anybody safely because you have a bunch of Daily Mail or whoever these these. I'm not saying specifically them in case their legal department comes after me. But we have a lot of investigators, a lot of journalists, a lot of mainstream media people approaching women who've been around the Tate saying, "Hey, anything you've got could be useful." So I don't think the Tates are going to be able to interact with anyone. To your point, uh, and I think any new face, anyone who's not proven and trusted, they can't say, "Hey, come to that party or come to the yeah. the, the, the jet or the yacht." It's not safe anymore. So it's 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 pretty crazy. Keep it halal. Know, Keep it halal. Yeah, it has to be halal. That's the only that's the only answer. The, the halal approach is the risk managed approach. It's the only approach. No more wrangles, man. No more big parties. That's, de- that's dead. It has to be dead out of necessity. Yeah. Uh, so Uncle Luke has, says here, on my lunch break, glad I caught the live real quick. I wish the Romanian authorities would arrest the 304s for lying and wasting resources. This is unjustice to men all over the world. Shame they won't face the consequences. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope that they get sued or something, man. Uh, Rusty Shackleford goes, with these women making false allegations like this, it's some kind of game. It makes me not want to date or have anything to do with chicks anymore, especially living in the West. You just got to be careful, bro. Yeah, that's really what you're it not, comes down to. You're not on the level of terms like status, but at the same time, be smart about how you move. So, yeah, slide for Larry it, uh, W. Fresh to go. Sorry, go ahead, please. I just want to make it clear: not all women are bad. I think we all agree there's some very yes. good women, queens out there, and like, let's not judge on this fraction of evil shaitan ladies because uh, we've got mothers, sisters, wives, and kids. So, uh, to the guys out there, don't be afraid; just be smart. That's what we're trying to but say. But also being oh, able to filter out who's good and who's not as good, which mm-hmm. you put also, earlier is important. To, to, yeah, to, to the point, a lot of guys who want, you know, a high-value woman, are you really that high-value man? Like, for me, everyone nowadays in the West, not that I go to the West that often, not that I understand dating culture because it's haram and I'm against it, but there are a lot of guys out there who want the ultimate traditional woman who's going to cook for me, clean for me, be loyal. Are you really in a position to be... The traditional man. It takes a lot of work. You've got to have your money right. You've got to have your leadership right. Like, and then especially, okay, a lot of men have urges for multiple women. I get that. Are you in the position where you can look after multiple families? Because that, 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 that takes a lot of cash, a lot of family right. leadership, a lot of time. And if you really want to do it, there is a way to do it safely, respectfully, legally. Uh, in many cultures around the world, and, and some religions allow for that. But the one thing they'll say is, you've got to have your shit together as a man if you're going to Absolutely. be... You know, if you're going to be the big village boss, like in many countries around the world and have multiple women, you need to have your money right. You need to be able to lead family units. You need all the, the infrastructure in place. I think a lot of people and a lot of young men in the West who want that perfect girl or many perfect women, you need to focus on building yourself, friend. You've got Absolutely. a long way to go before you can be that guy. Absolutely. Um, we got here. Um, okay. Is there, <laughs> this is Melissa Smith. She goes, is there any hope for a 37-year-old virgin, social anxiety, never dated, just want to be a mom and marry a high-value man? I thought this would be the best panel to ask. 37, take, holy. I think Sterling could take this one. People might, might try and think she's saying cap. I've had an interaction before with a woman who was 34 and a virgin as well. So this is not uncommon. Women, a woman in this situation is probably like, she probably comes from a very traditional family and she just, she would have, I'm going to ha- take, a, take a guess here. She's probably been in relationships with men, but she never felt any of them she could cross that line with. 
So, so what's your advice to her? Or to I, mean, in I mean, if she's a woman who's religious, if she's quite traditional, there are plenty of worthwhile suitors waiting yeah. for you in nice guys. the church, at the mosque, wherever you, whatever your you know proclivities are. I, I guarantee you can find some good suitors there. I guarantee it. Who will be w- perfectly happy with, if, especially if you're a traditional virgin woman, perfectly happy with point. sitting down with a woman who's 37 years old. I, I got say, a I good question here. Oh, sorry, Justin. Oh, I'm Please. sorry, but no, no. one thing, because I do want her to have good advice, don't expect for that man to be your age. Because at 37, the man is going to be in his prime. You need to look north of your age to find a man that's going to probably want to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that just to give genuine advice. Good point. Good point. Yeah, that's true. And then also, potentially, you might have to share them. <laughs> uh, the, Black Wolf Inc. goes, question for Myron and the panel. Regardless of the future of the Tates, what type of political impact do you think will uh, have ap- will this have after the Me Too Cry Brigade and brewing female civil war? So basically, wh- what will this case do, I guess, for the brewing war of the genders that's going on right now? Typically, it's a thing in the West. I don't think it's much of a problem here in, in the UAE. Maybe you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But what do you guys think in the West, what it's going to do, if anything? I can channel some Tate here. Please. Uh, when I first met Tate, 2018, 2019, the first thing he said to me, which really st- struck me, and after this I said, hey, anything I can do to support, you know, you're, you're speaking some real insights. I'd like to help you get that message out there. He said, the problem in the West right now and the problem with the left is they're assaulting the way men and women interact. And when you interrupt the way men and, inter- and women interact naturally, you interrupt the way families are built. When you interrupt the way families are built, you, you interrupt the way societies are built. And that's where you get where we are in the West, where it's all very polarized. Men are trying to be women. Women are trying to be men. People are, are identifying as a lamppost. You, you go down this, this path of degeneracy. So I think it is a specifically Western problem. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and my advice to anyone who has traditional values is get out of the West. Yeah. And I'd also say I'm not trying to be too... To like bringing your own personal beliefs here, but any any man who has genuine traditional beliefs and wants to be in a community of people who respect those traditional beliefs, who respect the family unit, who respect the, the traditional roles we had throughout history, which have worked pretty well, then Islam is the answer. I mean, maybe you can talk to that. I don't want to turn this into that. But if guys really are serious about being around other people who, who also appreciate their traditional values or any religion, really, I mean, any faith, yeah, I think it's get any, out the any, West and find faith. Any practice of faith. If you go to Russia, or for example, they're Orthodox Christians, I think. True, very strong family focus. Good point. So if, I think in Texas, there's still kind of that kind of contingency of people, which I've seen, like spoken to people. So I think faith is a big key. And it's, um, people are afraid. I think what went with Christianity and, and not being offensive here, they got sucked into being afraid to stand up for what the, their books say. Yeah. So they bent the rules, for example. They outlawed homosexuality. And we're not saying it's bad, I'm saying against their faith. And they had to kind of bend the rules and say, okay, we'll accept that. We'll have a drag queen priest. We'll have this. We'll accept all. Uh, whereas Islam, we don't, we don't um, kind of like uh, make any deals. It's like white and black. This is the truth. This is what we believe. Allow we me. Cannot f- Islam is a superpower against the leftist mind virus. Yeah, but in the same way, we don't push it, we don't offend it. It's just that we will not change, we will not differ. That's why it's growing more, because people respect the way you stand up for what's right. We don't bend the rules. And I always say you would never see a homosexual priest or trying to practice it and say, that's that. We will never tamper with our holy book. People say, oh, it's the West tries to say it's backdated. You've got to go with the times. We don't. It's for all times. This is what we believe. This is our faith. And we'll be that way. So I think more and more people are growing to Islam purely because... It's, it, it stands by its word. It doesn't hinder. It doesn't change for anyone. There's no hypocrisies. And 
in a world like this, it's very important to raising your kids like that, to having a good family. Islam doesn't just say man's world. It tells you how to be good to your wife, how to respect the woman, how to raise kids, how to make good money, how to, if your neighbor's suffering and you're not helping them, it's a sin. I mean, which other culture does that? Uh, part of 2.5% of your salary every year should go to charity. It's a, it's a must. You know, it's a must. Which other faith tells you to give charity? I mean, every attribute, you only see the stigma they so show Taliban, ISIS. If you look at the beauty of it, if people live by religion and the beauty of Islam, you wouldn't even have an argument with your wife because mm -hmm. the, the respect's so high, you know? So that's why I think it's, it's essential. And I mean, I've, I've got great Christian friends, Jewish and other religions. If you stick by the morals of the Judaish Christian values or the book, holy books, you will not differ. And don't be afraid of the West trying to say you're backward, you're a Bible basher, you're this, you're that. You know, don't be afraid. Stand up for your right because I'd rather be that all day long than a Sam Smith or uh, these kind of like degenerate people on what we see online now. I think you go, you go anywhere in the Muslim world, you go anywhere in an Orthodox Christian world, so places like, like Russia, right? You go in even some other countries like, you know, Poland or maybe Serbia, right? They will defend their religion very, very strongly, right? You can't insult God. But in the West, the problem with the church is that they've replaced God with a higher God, liberalism. Wokeism, yeah. They've replaced their Christian God with liberalism instead. And so he, that comes before Jesus Christ. And that is the problem that the Western church has right now. Yeah, but, yeah. And that's why a lot of people, and I respect, if, like, practice religions, but the leaders in these communities are also saying, okay, you know, it's okay to accept it. And that's when people lose faith in these kind of religions, saying, why am I practicing something when the Pope or the Archbishop saying it's okay, you know? Islam will never bend for that. And that's why it's the fastest growing religion in the world. That's why you see Qatar, Saudi, GCC is booming while the West is crumbling down. Mm -hmm. It's the respect, it's the value. Like we said, you can keep a car unlocked, a wallet there. It's not because you... There's no, have you seen police walking around when you're here? Honestly? No. How many police cars have you seen? You don't see them, do you? No. You don't need to. People just know it's not right to do. That kind of instinctive thing is there, you know? So that's testimony to the beautiful part of the religion and trying to incorporate that kind of Sharia law. And I think... I think that's a part of the reason they arrested him in Romania was his conversion as well. I think yeah, that, I think I that played a role. I, really I, wanted, I do think that played I, I a role. I do believe. I, I think he used to say that he'd fund kind of like the church, church yeah. and there's oligarchs and especially walking into a court case with the Holy Quran. Like people, to all those silly like left-wing feminist Muslims who say he he converted for the clout or that, you would not even do that. I'd love to speak to that if I can. Yeah. So you can see online all these investigative journalist experts that Andrew liked to drink. That is well documented online. There's a bunch of videos me, with me out there trying to keep up with those two brothers. <laughs> I was around Andrew... Pretty much, you know, the most of the time after he converted, not a single drink. It's gone from his life. Yeah, he wouldn't touch it's it. Gone from his life. Matt, you were there too. You're in the no, house. He wouldn't touch it. Big old change. So, from someone who was all about it to that big change, he's always been very focused on the truth. And when he came to realize that, you know, that the the religion of Islam represents the truth most clearly above other religions, which is what I came to realize uh, over 15 years of living in the Middle East as well. He, with that same perspicacity, that same intensity, he, he chose Islam and he stuck to it. So anyone who questions his faith, one, that's haram, shame on you. And yeah. two, you haven't been around him. We have. He's very sincere with his faith. Anyone who questions that, to me, that's disgusting. And I'd like to say on top of that, walking into a 
Orthodox Christian country with the Holy Quran is not going to help your case in any way. It's yeah. going to actually make it worse. So to anyone of those who think he was planning, surely if he was like that, he'd come with the Bible or when he's in court, no one's going to hear say, so, you know? So that was a sign of defiance. That's showing he's proud. And I was there, you've been there. And it's like, it's unnecessary. Like you said, you're very right. There's a hadith saying, the one who points, for example, to you and saying you're not or you're uh, infidel, it comes back on you. So the one who makes the claim and he's making uh, like blasphemous comments, it'll be back on him to sin. Mm. So it's a dangerous thing to say. So I just wanted to clarify that. Bam. Um, so we got here, uh, Ahmed, Amgid uh, uh, Azman goes, shout to Sneeko, Jules, and Tam. Okay. Shout out to you, bro. And then I'll read some of these and then we'll close out, guys. Because um, we got to be cognizant of our brother's time. Uh, shout out to the Irish lady that called out Sam Smith in New York. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tattoo Dan. Chase money, not woman. Yep. Actually, get your money on point. Uh, love to see Dylan Madden on the podcast. Yeah, shout out to him as well. Uh, there, uh, the real one goes, have y'all heard the new allegation against Andrew Dexerto on Twitter? Tweet, tweeted yesterday saying that Andrew's Hustle University placed a bounty on KSI. Is that true or cap? Probably cap, but bro. yeah. Andrew doesn't have time for that, bro. Yeah. Well, how the hell is he gonna do that when he's yeah, bro? Can I grab your mic? Well, there's yeah. two hundred thousand people in that community. Yeah. All right. And now I know that you guys, because you, you're actively involved, and I've seen your work. I know you police it a lot, but you're not gonna be able to police every comment when there's two hundred thousand people. So again, the, the the investigative journalist experts will pick and choose what they want. That's my read of that from the outside. Yeah. Um. Dare Powell goes, is it true they took the Bugatti? Also, what is, what is a real man? Answers were spot on by all. Combine all those answers to be a real man. Free Top G and the Talisman. Georgiana, other other woman as well. Because you've got Yep. Um, and then Christopher Harris goes, uh, Myron, stay strong. If you have to dump... <laughs> This sticker, bro. Y'all are stupid, bro. Uh, they're saying, Read it. They said, dump Christina and Zena, do it. <laughs> Clowns. Uh, I'm a woman and an avid supporter. This is the this is the sexiest panel to date, okay? So much masculinity Pause. in one room, and this is from Nova. Uh, Martin, I can't wait to read your book, Free Top G. I appreciate that. Um, and then uh, these kinds of injustices happen all over the world when authorities around the world punish women for false accusations and face the consequences. All of that will end. Yeah, I mean, it, it, here's the thing. They don't punish false accusations a lot. Uh, is it difficult to get citizen, citizenship in Dubai and become a resident? It's not hard to get residence, uh, but it is extremely difficult to get citizenship. And I think that's probably the smart way to do it. Why wouldn't a country make it hard to become a citizen? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, why not? The, the Emiratis, with, I respect it. They look after themselves. They mm. have strong pride, strong cultural heritage. Good on them. But yeah, residency, it's a very business-friendly uh, part of the world. But citizenship... Trust me, when it becomes possible, I'm going to be getting that citizenship, inshallah. But it, it, it's it extremely it's technically it's possible now. Very difficult. They've started though. opening it. Very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was yeah. one of the things that really impressed me about Dubai when I first came here and started learning about the culture, learning about the, the structure of the country, was how much they support their own. They put Emiratis first. They get all these, you know, land and things like that. Like when you get mar- I believe when you get married, you get yeah, like, a pot of land. Paid for, yeah. You know, things like, like this. That. Like you know, free, uh, free healthcare, free education for Emiratis. And I'm like, oh, that's how it should be. Yeah, that's like, why I you should be looking after your, your own citizens first. Okay, and then the rest of us who want to come and live in this great country, okay, we, we will respect do what it we, takes, we, respect we the laws. Guests. We are guests We're here. guests in we your country. Yeah. It, it's a logical way of doing things. Yeah. Hang on a sec, there's that logic word oh, again. Well, no. Oof, the left are going to struggle with that. 
Uh, Carlos here says, came in late. Respect to each and every body of you. Well, every each and every one of you for standing up there and being consistent and standing by your friends. I personally believe Europe will self-destruct due to trying to destroy natural inclination of man and woman. Yeah, I mean, when you destroy the relationship between a man and a woman, man, you destroy the family. And then when you destroy the family, you destroy society. I agree. Uh, Edgar Reyes goes, shout out to the Irish lady that, oh no, okay, I think we're, we caught that. Um, and then someone else said, and I guess you, we could have Tam and Shooter talk about this, uh, differences between Western women and women in Dubai. Someone was asking that in the chat. Oh, women yeah. in Dubai is a broad it's, demographic. Yeah, <laughs> it's the mo most multicultural place in the world right now. There's yeah. no such thing. We can say not the tourists, I guess, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Honestly, it was before I think Western and uh, traditionally Eastern women, but nowadays the way social media is... Uh, it's hard to say. Just judge everyone, everyone individually. I mean, there's good brothers on the panel who've got wives. So I would never say something derogatory about a woman in any other country because people have partners in those places, parts of the world. Everyone's different. Everyone's individual. I just think, look at her background, uh, get to know her, speak to her, see what kind of upbringing it is. I think someone without daddy issues, preferably, in my opinion, someone who's got a good, strong family unit and just things like that. I mean... It's how long's a piece of string, you know? It's yeah. hard to say. I'd love to talk to that. So, as we know, as a species, the vast majority of humans are followers. If you have too many, and you're from Australia originally, right? For the people, just so they yeah, know, because they might say, "Where's this guy from?" So, yeah, indeed, you have, yeah, you've yeah. lived in the West. Probably yeah. more, more, more Arab than I am Aussie at this point, mate. 15, <laughs> Fifteen years in the region, but people need dogma, so they need to be told how to live. Most people are followers. Too many alphas in a tribe that eat each other, right? So you're going to get dogma from. You're going to get guidance how to live either from religion. Or you're going to get it from the state when we look at communist type models, or you're going to get it from culture. In the West, the, the religion is gone. There is no, no real state guidance. So the, the, the dogma that people are getting, the way they are living their lives, is culture. And it's all about fulfill whatever hedonistic pleasure you want, take whatever drugs you want. So my answer to that question, in terms of you know finding a good woman, essentially, which was the foundation of that, you need to get women who have instructions in their life dogma you know guidance on how to live their life from a source that isn't western culture and isn't that narcissistic inducing social media dopamine addicted rubbish and where do we do that where are you going to find women who've grown up with principles with a sense of taking care of their body with a with a natural thinking that it's okay to support a man as opposed to this feminist nonsense it's going to be religion so yeah. my answer to, to, that, to that question western non-western girls any woman who's grown up in a religious setting will be more suited to be a good partner and, and a mother than someone who, because they've gotten their guidance from religion, as opposed to someone who got their guidance from culture, which is go and do whatever you want, Sam Smith, latex, having sex with the devil, all that terrible stuff. That's, that's my input there. I mean, I'll, I'll jump in real quickly because it's your first time in Dubai, and we've, we all come from Miami, we've all been living in Miami or whatever for the last few years. I, I look at, because Dubai, and there's a lot of parallels in terms of like the city life between Dubai and Miami. Yeah. You know, it's a very, you know, both. It's a cleaner, safer version. It's a cleaner version. Yeah. It's a safer version. And my experience has been that the women here are far classier than what you might find in Miami. Could that perhaps be because there's a lot of Eastern Europeans here? And yes, quite... I think so. Uh, Eastern Europeans and like Emiratis and, 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 you know, Muslims and things like that. That's just the advice for the young guys, if she's got loads of booty pics on Instagram, and follows like 10 NBA players just don't. She's not wifey material. There's one booty pic on Instagram. That's all. Yeah. You know, I think it's quite logical. I think if she even has Instagram. That's haram. Damn, next level. It's okay if she just follows her husband and pictures of the kids and it's private. That's okay. So you want to close out here? 
uh, I guess, yeah, because Justin's got to hit the plane. So, guys, this is how we're going to close out here, if you don't mind. Give us, or give the audience, one piece of advice you get to your, I guess, like your younger self 20 years ago, or 20 years when you are in your 20s, what they could do to improve or do better, and then where they could find you. So, time, time travel back here. back in time. Here, we can start, we can start with Dylan. What you do differently I think in your Dylan's 20s? still 20, much like looks young. <laughs> if I shaved, I'd be 15. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the biggest piece of advice that I would give my younger self is that you're right. You actually know what you're talking about. Ignore the teachers, ignore your parents, and just stick to the ideas you have in your mind and act on them much faster. And that's the biggest thing. Just stop overthinking. And a lot of the time, like growing up as like in second grade, I was I thought I was like stupid. Uh, come to find out I was actually much more intelligent than I thought I was, but I had this limiting belief in my mind that, oh, yeah, Dylan, you don't know how to – because I didn't know how to read. I didn't know how to read or write until, like, third grade. So, like, in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm stupid. But then I think within, like, a year of me, like, getting extra lessons and all that, I ended up being able to read. Then I got on principles list. Now I get paid to write, so it's kind of funny. Uh, so just believe in yourself. Apply any ideas you have as quickly as you can. Uh, and as far as where you can find me, Dylan Madden on YouTube or Twitter at MoneybagLives. That's that. Good to have you, brother. Thank you. My advice would be one, guys. Anyone who's listening, everyone, there's a book called The Holy Quran. Pick it up. By, it's, you don't have to pay for it. I'll send you it for free. Read that book with an open heart, open logic, and that's your guidance for life. That's all I will say. If I wish at an early age, I ex- I've always been Muslim, but I wish I really understood it more when I was younger and didn't make certain mistakes I did. But for me... That's a guidance for all mankind, and that's my advice to everyone. And you can, can find me on socials, T-A-M underscore Khan, K-H-A-N. Well, I'll second that, but that's, that's not my point. Uh, Islam is more than what most people understand a religion to be from the outside looking in. It's a system with which to live a life where you are the best human you can be and you have the most positive impact on your family unit and society. So I definitely second what he'd say. Another thing I'd say since, I mean, I've watched some of your, your shows, guys. This concept of, of chase money, uh, not women, I, I think it's a little bit flawed in that I know a lot of very wealthy men who are very unhappy and have terrible issues with women and so on. So I think it's help, helpful to reframe that. Uh, money is the weakest form of value as a man. I really believe that. So what, what are the forms of value that you can develop? Brotherhood is key. Uh, health obviously is key. Without a physical body, you're not going to be able to work the, the way you need to work to build, build, build your, your, essentially your, your kingdom. Uh, but I'd also say that any energy you put into women, why are you doing it? Is it for hedonistic pleasure or is it to learn to, to how to interact effectively? Or is it, is it to inspire yourself to, to, to get dressed up right, to come across right, to be socially intelligent and so on? I think where a lot of people go wrong, and myself also as a young man, you chase what's pretty, you chase that hedonism. Yes, you do need to master women and dating and interaction and these sorts of things, but make sure you're doing it to make yourself a better man, not for hedonism. Don't just focus on, on money or women. Focus on building value as a man. And again, health is number one. For me, brotherhood is in there as well. And, and faith is, is absolutely essential. I think a lot of men today are missing out on that, that focus. Health, brotherhood, faith, super important, more than just getting that cash. That's my two cents. Um, in terms of where you can find me on social media, I don't have access to my Twitter account because some feminist at Twitter nuked me. <laughs> and I've, sim- I've si- recently made my Instagram private because of all the haters coming after me and making all sorts of silly threats. Uh, so, yeah, don't find me. Don't follow me. <laughs> follow these guys instead. They're much more interesting. <laughs> With the wisdom, all right. <laughs> I would tell my younger self to actively resist the soy mind, As- mm-hmm. actively resist the woke mind virus. It infected me a little bit when I was younger. I always knew the truth, and I always 
attain the idea that you should seek truth through funny, that you should follow the people who are genuine and that you believe. And you have to be, you have to have a, a level of relatability in order to be telling the truth. And the people that are, are full of nonsense, they're not able to have a real conversation. They live on the internet and they, they can't communicate with real people. So I would actively resist that mindset by doing the right thing every day, by going to the gym and, and fighting that because it, it really does infect you and it, it makes you a worse person. And the best thing to do to avoid that, I think, is to, is to have faith. I would say to my younger self that there's one pattern I've noticed amongst men that I highly respect and who have mastered their craft, and that is their ability to tolerate stress. So if you can build up your stress tolerance, you are going to be unstoppable in no matter what field of endeavor you pursue. So if you can build that stress tolerance through fighting, through putting yourself in very dangerous, complicated situations through building steel buildings, whatever it is, that will make you unstoppable because you can go through all the different challenges and obstacles that life is always going to inevitably throw your way and you're going to be completely unfazed and you're going to be able to outclass your competition no matter what they try to do. Well said. I forgot to plug my thing. Out. I was about to say Rumble. Yeah, rumble.com slash Nico. I'm banned off of most social media platforms as well. Uh, I got my I Twitter why. back. Yeah, for telling the truth. You can't tell the truth on social media. So yeah, rumble.com slash Nico. And the Creativity Kit has just relaunched. So we have uh, professors every single day teaching you how to make money online and how to use the attention economy for your own benefit instead of becoming a victim. Oh, yeah. And if you want to find me, you can find me on YouTube here, uh, Sterling Cooper. You'll search that in the search bar. I'm the first thing that comes up. Sterling is spelled S-T-I-R-L-I-N-G. Justin? You know, one thing that I would tell my younger self is that I had all these huge expectations of where I would be. And I, I, I say quite a bit that the goals that I made for 30, I was not qualified to make at 24. And so what I would tell myself or any young man that's trying to become something is that it's going to take a little bit longer than you think it's going to, even if you're working your ass off because there's a certain amount of pain and struggle that you're going to have to go through, not only to get where you want to be, but to acquire certain skills that are going to be valuable to other people. So uh, I think I was a bit impatient in how fast I thought I should be successful as a young man and what success actually looked like. And... Um, that was regardless of the fact that even now, looking back, I was doing a lot of the right things. It's just a little bit slower than you think it's going to be, and that's okay. It's a little bit longer, but it's worth it because you can come to that end goal more complete, and that development is never going to end. Even today, I learn things from people, and I'm looking to get more consciousness from other people. So understand it's going to take a little bit longer than you might think. Be okay with that and never stop learning and gathering information from others because if you stop growing, you'll die inside. And I think that's really important. If you want to find me, you can find me on YouTube, Jay Waller, and on Twitter, uh, Waller7J. So, where's the Instagram, Goodness bro? Like, oh, nah. My Instagram is continuously hacked <laughs> and they're extorting me for money. And uh, Hang on, you aren't speaking truth as well, are you? Well, I'd, come no, on, you think we'd learn. I, bro, you I think wish, we'd learn. Dude, I wish I could say it was a Matrix. It's just some little dickheads, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, bro. I wish I was that cool, bro. No, they just want my money, bro. So. Yeah. Um, and then, real quick, I'll hit these last chats, and then we'll close out. Uh, three Keys goes in Dubai as well. If you guys are kicking it up, uh, 
later tonight. Hit me up, Master Keys. Okay, uh, Scott Argon, absolutely disagree with Waller on not showing some sort of meanness to someone who has never been punished for their actions. That's a big L and reason the left have grown so much in society is because they know we will continue to be passive. I think he means as in, you want to address that, Justin? Yeah, I, I didn't say that you should completely turn the other cheek. Even Jesus in the Bible was a, much more violent than people like to lead on. And I'm sure there's some things in the Quran that would back that up. It, being, a, being a passive man completely is not, is not the answer. What I'm talking about is being capable and knowing that you're so capable that you can be gentle at the same time and not feel the need to attack people that are weak. Uh, that's the point I was actually trying to make, my friend. And then we got rich guy here. Why don't y'all talk more about the passport bro movement is the only real solution for men in the West to have access to traditional women dealing with Western women is like playing Russian roulette bro. with your life. Please do a full episode on it. You had something fresh? You want to say? This passport bro thing, man. I get it, bro. Travel the world. Go where you're appreciated. But at the same time, bro, there's good girls everywhere, bro. You got to become the man that I actually want to be with. That's a problem for yeah. the most part. I, I want to say something to that, actually. Yeah. Women are not the problem. Weak men are the problem. 100%. I've come across so many women that have sat down, and I could tell at the beginning of sitting down with that woman, she was liberal. And by the end, she wanted to be completely inside the frame that I was setting. If you become the right kind of man, mm -hmm. you'll be shocked at how much a woman will act exactly how you want her to act, how she would need to act to be happy, because she wants to be inside the frame of a strong man. So before you go and blame women, please, please, please go find a mirror. Some of these most independent boss babes, I guarantee you, if you're a guy of value that she wants, wants to be with, yeah. she'll submit to you all the way, bro. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. We're not telling you that passport bro thing is wrong. But what I am saying is that you got to get your stuff together. And if you want to go international, you can. But what I'm telling you is that you guys want women to care. They don't care that you're going to another country. That's what I'm trying to explain here. They don't care, guys. Yeah. Um, Jordanian Eagle goes, we're the servants of Allah, the Lord of the worlds. We, uh, we are following in the footsteps of the noble prophets before us, including Noah, Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad, peace be upon him. We will defeat the liberal world order, inshallah. Yeah, man. And we definitely will. Uh, all right, cool. I think, uh, uh, Fresh, you want to, do you want to say anything? Uh, I was going to say, like, for example, um, in terms of what I've learned in my 20s, I'm 30 years old now, feel pretty old, but I've learned that, like, the journey, appreciate it. Uh, before, I always rushed to, like, hit my goals on time, you know, always be able to be that guy, you know, money low speed, of course, but I realized the journey itself, becoming the person I want to be, was where the fun was at. Because you hit the goals, you get the cars, the lifestyle, the girls, whatever, it's like, all right. Hey, all these things, but like, am I really happy with myself or do I need to develop more and become that guy? So I think personally for me, um, I would say enjoy the journey. It may take time, like Justin said, it doesn't happen overnight. But if you take that journey, give it time, you become who you really want to be and achieve things you want to achieve in a good amount of time as well. So. And then Christopher Peterson goes, just got your book, Why Women Deserve Less. Great read. These women prove the accuracy of your book percentage. We all know the Tates are uh, genuine and true honorable men in the world of scum. Their story is one of the heroes. Yeah, and I'm telling you guys, once they make it on the other side of this, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Because they are going to make it through this. Um, yeah, guys. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that, man. Check us out, Fresh and Fit, obviously, uh, on the YouTube channel, Fresh and Fit on Rumble. I think we're going to go ahead and have a show with the lo uh, lovely ladies uh, probably on Monday. You guys were probably wondering about that. And, yeah, man, I'm going to put everybody's links below, guys. Go ahead and give them a follow on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. These are all upstanding gentlemen, man. And, uh, yeah, guys, Rumble. If, if, if you're in Dubai, you have a platform and you want to you collab with us, let us know while we're still here. Yeah, So absolutely. Uh, but anybody, anybody else had anything before I close it out? It's a good, a good panel, man. Good talk. Yeah, Rumble's better than YouTube.
Hey, Honoured <laughs> to be here with you, gentlemen. Appreciate your I want to say one, one real quick Please, thing. Please, Because Sneeko said this at the very, very beginning, and it's really important when you compared like what's going on here with, you know, say, uh, the Epstein's allegations, things like this. In that situation, everyone was trying to distance themselves from that man as far as they possibly could and play down their relationship with him. What are we doing right here? We're all sitting around, yeah. like, saying how much we respect and love these men and how much quality time we spent with them Pause. to defend them. I also think, like, you never saw Epstein on YouTube. Tate was so much in the public eye. Someone who could be doing something like that, you wouldn't... Be... When have you seen a criminal mastermind speak publicly then hide another... It's impossible under that spotlight. It's impossible to hide a secret agenda. So, I mean, I think the world knows it's bullshit. I think everyone else knows, even the... They all know. Yeah, they all know. The haters, they're just so arrogant and uh, hateful. They just don't want to accept it. They don't want to be they wrong. They just want to hold him for anything else. But, I mean, it's laughable. And like you said, any other government, any other state, West, East, you name it, will throw this case out the window. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the main thing is, like, inshallah, they're free. And uh, whether he comes on a platform or not, I don't care. As long as he's free with his family and friends, that's the main thing. Yes. Uh, I don't give a shit about the rest of the stuff, you know. So that's why. And I'm glad. I respect all you guys flying across the world to come here and do this. Really, I admire that. Thank you that. for coming. I admire that a lot. And, uh, yeah, I mean... Everyone's from different backgrounds, different this, but I think we're all here and without the intimidation, we're standing up for what's right. And that's very important. And I hope a lot of you who are listening are going to also do the same and share the content or Fresh and Fit, what they're doing. Share anything you like. And the more it's spread, the better it is for Andrew, in my opinion. And, and honestly, guys, uh, take as many clips from this podcast as you can. Spread it out to your friends, especially with the crap that went down with Vice. Thank you so much, Shooter, for sh uh, sharing that with us. Uh, because they're not going to say, you know, what really went down with that oh, Vice interview. I'm waiting know. to hear from you, Matt. You know how to reach me. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get some dinner, some drinks, and celebrate. Yeah, man. I appreciate some you guys water. Uh, water. for tuning in, man. Stuff Love you No alcohol. Free the tape, brothers. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace. <laughs>